0: All right, down, 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 down. down. This is the uh, gun channels coaching hour or so Uh, on Tuesdays. Clover and I have been getting together—not quite a year, I suppose—but for a while we started prepare preparations for Shot Show last year, and just sort of uh, enjoyed getting together on Tuesdays and talking about Shot Show, getting people amped up, ready, and uh, prepared for the show, and when the show ended, we talked about it a little bit and kept going. So uh, we do coaching for people who are creating content. Uh, Last week, Chief Fires had asked uh, for us to talk about uh, cost violations, terms of service violations. On I think she asked about YouTube specifically, but I just extrapolated that out to the platforms that are out there. Uh, That's where we're gonna see violations. Uh, So that'll be our general topic for today. Uh, Clover has worked with uh, a bunch of people over the years on YouTube issues, so we can talk about that. I'll let Cl- uh, Clover uh, say hey, and then we'll get started.
1: Yeah, good to be here. I don't know where to jump in, but we
0: can jump in wherever. Yeah, exactly. I hadn't really. We don't script this. Uh, we often don't even have a topic. But thanks to she fires we have a topic today. So if when she shows up, she might ask specific questions, but if I was to walk up to you and this probably never happened to you before, but let's say we're at a show or something and uh, I walk up and go, Hey, I'm having trouble with YouTube. If someone were to, if that scenario went down, what do they, what, is there a typical or is it just completely up in the air of what's, what they're talking about? Or is there like, uh oh, here's this, this, here it is. And you're only surprised to so often.
1: I don't, I don't understand the, I don't
0: understand the question. Oh, come on. I'm trying to ghost them to you so that you're. Yeah, you're definitely like, yeah, doing that's that. Something.
1: That's for sure. So uh, like. So you, if someone
0: were to walk up to you and go, I've got a problem with YouTube, I guess what I'm asking is, is that a thing or is that like just always something new for everybody? It's
1: more often than not, uh, not somebody that walks up to me or contacts me directly. Um, at least not at first. It's somebody tells me about somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody
0: that had some kind of problem, right? Um, well, that's probably because you're not putting yourself out as like, Hey, I'm going to solve your problem on YouTube or give me yeah, 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 about yeah, your problem. So yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, like true. you've got a Rockford files type of ad in the picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I guess, I, so maybe I, I, so that's usually what
1: happens first is somebody, and then I'm like, okay, well, I don't reach out to people that have problems. People that have problems need to contact me because the first step is been them acknowledging that there's an issue and too many people just want to sit back throw their hands up give up and go oh youtube wins they hate us all they want us off the platform rather than try to figure out what's actually going on uh, a lot of people have that attitude i've had people that's lost their and the creators i keep saying people but creators i've got creators that have actually lost their entire channels got them taken down deleted whatever the case may be and threw their hands up in the air and then threw somebody through somebody they you know got in touch with me and it's like, and I didn't even think I, that we could get it restored. Right. And like, it's like, okay, well, if you want to try, I'm good, but I need your permission to do it. And then we get their channel back. So it's like, okay, that's interesting that the person just flat gave up and whatever. Um, now on a side tangent, you know, one of those people was totally ungrateful for the fact that, uh, got their stuff up when i really didn't think that we were going to and then they come back and continue to talk mild trash about youtube and thank god for getting their you know channel back it's like okay god didn't have anything to do with that but all right <laughs> that was a tangent i know but yeah usually it's not anybody directly um, and I don't know if you were getting into—is there certain problems, right? Like when
0: people—that's no, what I meant. Yeah, like me. if there's a, yeah, is it always like, oh, you just need to stop doing this, or so, oh, check this button?
1: Yeah, I, more often than not, I don't have people—the people that contact me on a regular basis and I talk with on a regular basis, right? It's usually they're contacting me to stave off or head off problems, right? We mentioned Sheepire who picked this target. She, you know, this uh, topic. Sheepire is one of them. New York Prepper. Uh, There's there's several that uh, you know friends out there that you know I'll get a text or I'll get an email and they're just looking for advice. They're like, hey, you know, just want to recalibrate. When I'm talking with the people that I know with these platforms and stuff, um, every once in a while. Uh, I'll shoot them a text or something and I'll go, Hey, when you get a minute, I want to recalibrate. Right. And that's what I call it. And it's like, okay, I just want to, it's been a few months since we talked or it's been a few weeks or whatever. And the reason I say recalibrate is because, you know, I I want to have some of the same conversations that we've have, but like, is there anything different? Right. Is there anything around this? Hey, I've seen this piece of content out there. And I'm curious how, you know, policy applies to this. Like, I've never seen this particular issue or, you know, I've never thought about this video in this context potentially being problematic. You know, let's get together and let's recalibrate. Right. And so there's there's um, creators out there that do the same thing with me. They'll get with me and go, hey, you know, I want to do this or I want to do that. And what are your thoughts? Now, sometimes that gets annoying uh, because. They ask the same questions over and over and over and over. Uh, it also gets annoying when I see people that ask those questions and then they go in and they do something that I've completely advised against. Um, and at the end of the day, it's their channel and their life, so you know. But the the thing is, when they disregard my suggestions for following policy, whether that's intentional or unintentional, and you get popped, like there's going to be very little I can do to try to run cover um if you've kind of adhered to my suggestions then because there's a there's a reason i mean i can't just and, and i say i we right we can't uh, send things up the chain you know have team youtube look at things whatever the case may be um we can just run it up the chain and go hey we think you messed up can you take a look at this again right Like that's that's one method you can do. Sure. And you can hit up support in your YouTube studio. Right. And even work on escalating uh, those things back up the the food chain. And I highly recommend that you do that because that's part of the YouTube process. But um, when you do that, you don't have you're not able to direct, to push, to influence Potentially, the decisions that that YouTube is making, right? And so, for me, if I catch wind of the thing first, well, I can go look at your content. Hopefully, you backed it up to another source, right? Rumble, Jukesy, um, Friday on Utreon, YouTube, wherever. Um, and we can go back and take a look, but once we can go back and we can take a look at the video and the title and the thumbnail and the tags and in this other stuff i can start to build a a, build a case almost like your lawyer right (laughs) and and go oh okay i see where this could be a problem area like you said this or you showed that you know but maybe later on or even before it or whatever there was some context wrapped around that right you actually did a really good job at conveying context which is a very important thing when we're dealing in terms of service and policy intent you know, it's a big thing and it's hard to establish intent without some, some context. Um, but yeah, I can kind of go to bat and I can, when I, when I help to escalate those or do things, I can say, hey, you know, here's this video. This person's having a problem, you know, whether they can't get monetized or got taken down or whatever. You know, I see it so-and-so minute, you know, they were, you know, doing X, Y, Z. But if you look at this minute, you know what I mean? Like this is the, you know, uh, this is a context or you know it's like oh I can see how maybe this particular link uh, at first look would be problematic. I think that's probably what what's hanging it up. But if you follow that link, right, like it doesn't there's nothing on that uh, landing page that it goes to that's that's problematic, you know, this, that and the other. So I can I got a better shot at arguing the the case. But um most common and that was kinda long way here. It's been ten minutes uh, Blowbeating on this, but yeah, that wasn't
0: the whole ten minutes. But yeah, definitely
1: letting you go. But the this the most the intro, I think right. the most common thing that I see, the most common thing that I see is links or question I get asked usually, it's usually about links.
0: Okay, so also. links in the description of the written description of the video. Yeah,
1: yeah, or 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 pushing to something on screen, right? Like mentioning a company website. Sending people over to a, a company website, mentioning a discount code, the links, the push to websites or products, right? Like the promotion of products portion. And then am doing air quotes on that, promotion of products portion of policy. Um, it's probably the most common. Um, the most common questions I get revolve around that. And then the second and probably a fairly close second, to be honest. Is the modification, quote unquote, modification clauses, which the modification clauses are much more lax now
0: than they once were, you know, a couple of years ago or so. So, so I'm gonna, I appreciate your answer because it's not. I mean, if it was an answer like six plus six is twelve, right? Yeah. Or sometimes six plus seven is thirteen. Like then it would be like, okay, we're done, and nobody would have these questions. But instead, we're dealing with. I don't know if it's uh, concepts or if we're dealing with things that just people haven't seen behind the curtain. So let's pull the curtain back. Terms of service. So let's start with you want to bring a bunch of people together online and you've got this idea and you say, let's bring people together online and let's talk about this topic. Right. Whatever the topic happens to be. Our topic is typically what the Second Amendment protects. So we have some unique situations because of the way that the rest of the world has a problem with that. Some people in the rest of the world have a problem with that. But well, let's say your topic was sunglasses or, you know, like, uh, I don't know, grass growing or something like something that less people have issues with. So the terms of service are still going to exist. So you create a, You decide to create a community. You start bringing people together. You start with your friends and everybody's having a good time. And then at some point you go, somebody comes in and goes, hey, did you hear about that? blah 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 and everybody looks at each other and some people are turning red and some people leave and other people are like oh my goodness and then some people are like heck yeah let's talk about that and now you've discovered the first thing that your group of people who got together to talk about xyz are uncomfortable about and six people left you don't know what they said what their ideas are but they left they're gone you know something happened last night because six people are gone there might be one nasty letter that says i can't believe what happened last night You got a couple of people that are like, are you going to let this keep happening? You know, you get these emails in the morning. So first, you got to either decide to figure out what happened. And when you're young, you're going to try to figure out what happened. But after a while, you quit worrying about what happened. You realize something is it needs to be repaired. So you say, let's create some rules. Let's create some rules that say, here's what you can talk about. Here's what you can't talk about. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't. So let's say you start a community about bacon cookies or something. Somebody sits down and starts saying, hey, let's talk about you know, the politics of some country that nobody cares about. Well, guess what? We're here to talk about baking cookies and you're here talking about something else. One of our rules is going to be, we're here to talk about cookies or like, you know, if you're not on topic, six people say, get out of here. You're out of here. So you come up with these rules for your community. And let's say you're not the only person doing that on the internet. So you decide I got to write some rules down. Somebody else has probably written some before. Let me look around. And I don't know if there's probably some kind of law or something that you have to put the, you know, it's just good sense or it's probably law that if you're going to have enough people participating, you need to post these rules so other people can find the rules and they can share the rules and they can modify them. And that's what we're talking about. Terms of service means these are the terms you're going to abide by to use our service. These are the rules. So what we're talking about is rules. So there's going to be rules for the technical stuff. Hey, you can't cram this into there. Like, don't keep cramming this into there. Like, don't, don't rent our car and smash it into a wall. Don't rent our car and flip it over a bridge. You're going to pay for the car. So there's those kind of rules. You're going to use our service. You're not going to ruin it. You're not going to destroy it physically. And most of us, the things that we're talking about here, are not those kind of issues. Although. Every once in a while, just to mess with everybody, there is the mechanical issue that gets thrown into the mix that no one ever thinks about and turns out to be, you know, a problem or a solution every once in a while. Um, But mostly we're talking about the etiquette, the rules of what we're going to talk about, how we're going to interact with each other. And I don't know if that was too simple a way to do it, but I wanted to just get that out there because if someone just jumps into this dry and isn't familiar with it. This can be a horribly boring topic and it is, I'm not gonna try to sugarcoat it, it's horribly boring, but it's just basically the rules of engagement for these different platforms. Clover has uh, been on the platform long enough and had enough experience on the internet to understand the basic concept here that YouTube is a company made of people and they have some rules and they have some procedures internally. And when somebody has an issue, using their service, they're gonna interact with that that infrastructure in some way. And usually with a giant system like YouTube, literally, I believe literally the largest system of its kind on the planet in about six different ways, it's unique, they're gonna have their own system, but it's gonna either be modeled after some other system, it's gonna be kind of like some other system. So with Clover's familiarity and people having frustration over you know not figuring it out started to help and then i guess i'm just going to speak for him with over time some familiarity with the system that youtube has the infrastructure gave him some awareness of how it all works and what their goals are and what they're really trying to do and how they actually do that and then he's met some people so it's not like he's got a Talk to Clover and, you know, do not pass go. Go directly to your end result. But because he understands the procedure, he's seen a lot of people go through the procedure. He can see where some common clogs are in the process, where some people like to jump the process. I know that's a big one. He kind of alluded to it that people go, well, I heard from so and so that if you talk to John or Frank, then it's over. So just talk to John or Frank. And Clover knows that if you just keep asking John or Frank and they just push a button, that doesn't solve nothing. And then everybody on the planet has the same problem, and now the problem isn't solved at all. Now he just created a whole new problem. So, you know, he's not responsible for all that, but he understands that concept. If I describe that well enough, yeah, and that's, that's uh, good, yeah, yeah. So, so Wes, I think I wanted to just kind of start off with toss. So, I asked if there's any questions out there. We still got to figure out what Chief fires had in mind. Yeah, in terms um, of services
1: non non niche specific right i mean there's a lot of nuance and that's why we do this particularly pertaining with with firearm related content Why we do these shows is because nuance i mean it leaves a lot on the table in terms of service is less about the nuance aspect and the niche and more about the account itself and the activities that you're doing yourself so you know what i would say real quick where you get into toss is keep in mind A lot of people will say, oh, YouTube's got crappy policies or this platform's policy, that platform's policy. Well, what policy? Because we're dealing with multiple policies. So make sure that you keep that in mind. Just because you're compliant on one policy doesn't mean you're compliant on the other policies, right? It's multiple policies. And so terms of service is the overarching,
0: right? Multiple rules, you mean? Like there's the rules of how you work with each other. There's the rules with how you do business here. There's the rules. And they're all
1: similar right? Like they're all yeah, simple. Well, they overlap, That's like right? picture, picture state, picture, picture federal, state, and local laws, right? Federal state and county. Um, am I still here?
0: Yeah, I just muted because okay. my daughter, my co in are being, appeared.
1: oh, well that was, no, I just, my screen went black. It was weird. Um, yeah. So picture it like federal state and local laws, right. Or local reg, federal, state and local or county regulations, right. Terms of services kind of the, uh, Policies on these platforms are kind of the same way. You've got the overarching, which is the ter- usually tossed, the terms of service, right? And that's just being on the platform, whether you're a viewer or creator or whatever, contributor, whatever the case may be. Um, and then you've got, okay, if you're monetized, here's a policy for that. Oh, okay, if you're creating content, if you're not a viewer, here's a policy for that, right? So you've got terms of service, monetization, and uh, community, which are the three big policies for of course, YouTube and, and most platforms.
0: Another way that I think is let's say there's a movie theater with a movie going and you go into the mall, you're in that state. So you got those rules. Then you go into the mall. Now you got another set of rules that the law, the mall imposes and you can pay attention to them or not, but they're still there. Then you can go into the movie theater. Now you got another set of rules. You know, you're going to act appropriately in that movie theater. You may not sign nothing, but you've got a terms of service in there. And then you go into the movie and now there's another set of rules, even though you're in the movie theater already. So, you 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 we go through these things all the time, constantly. We're swimming through them. It's just that when we're online, they're written down and they're black and white in their words. So you know it's a little easier to figure out because and nobody reads really. Them. Oh yeah, for sure. We're but we're initiating them as we yeah. go through doorways yeah. and stuff. But the yeah. people that do read them can kind of figure them out. Yeah. But that being said, that's a great point because you know, time goes on, YouTube figures out, or you know, the platform figures out. Oh, the rules for our community needed adjustment maybe they do that every april maybe they do that every december right That would be silly nobody does anything in december in december you cruise through the right. most busy part of your year but in the biz, least busy part of your year is where you change all your stuff so welcome to the least yeah. busiest time of year when you it's see awesome. weird things happen in spring get used to growth that's how growth happens but uh anyway i'm kind of rambling um so let's say you've got this pla- the, this you know you've got these different types of terms of services you got your you're going to shut up in the movie theater but if you yell in the in the movie lobby nobody really cares right but if you walk into that theater again and start yelling now all of a sudden there's a different rules of ser- terms of service right you know that they're there and people break them and there's different what different consequences you yell once in a movie theater all right everybody looks at you you yell three times you're getting kicked out of the movie theater like come on what do you expect and maybe sometimes you go to a movie theater and you yell twice and you get kicked out but other movie theaters you can yell five times Is that, uh, oh, I figured it out. They got an issue, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go out. They're the only free movie. No, it's just that there's some managers who are going to be more discretion than the next. So terms of service, YouTube isn't robots. Anybody thinks this is all like robots and that everything's done automatically. It's not like that. So there's robots that'll say, I think this is a problem. And then some human looks at it and goes, I don't know. Yeah. And then some other human goes, no. Right. And that's just because humans are different. So there's going to be some amount of frustration there when there's not 100% consistency. And at the same time, there's pretty good consistency. So, you know what I mean? Like the, no, you don't know what I'm saying because I'm kind of rambling too. This is a tough subject for people that have uh, dealt with everything from writing it to dealing with it to enforcing it uh, to trying to sort it out too. So, sorry. Let's address, when
1: we're talking about terms of service on YouTube, I want to address an elephant in the room with that. Something that, and I think it's, is it two things? Yeah, it's, it's actually two major parts that as gun tubers, I think I, I see the violations on these fronts almost constantly, almost constantly. Um, there's two things in the overarching big umbrella terms of service on YouTube that you need to pay attention to, especially with our niche. Um, the first is pushing off platform. Um, these platforms don't exist as hubs to send traffic other places. They want to keep traffic on the platform, right? So what I see is I see this, oh, well, I'll just make the full build video or I'll have a video with all the links and I'll put it over here on a rumble and I'll make a video on YouTube. And it just says, Hey, YouTube don't allow this. If you want to see it, over, you know, the whole thing, then you can go over here. That's actually against terms of service, right? And it's for a couple of different reasons. Um, number one, it's against terms of service because you're actively pushing somebody off platform to consume content because it's not allowed on the platform. So not only are you actively pushing away from YouTube, but you're doing it to circumvent YouTube policy, which is a which is a, a double whammy.
0: Problem. And they don't care that it's guns specifically. Now you could be selling correct. slippers or something. This is or correct. Connor Nikes, they, they just don't like people doing something that now, takes you away to do rule violation.
1: Now, this, these types of lives, doesn't do a bit of good if we don't offer some solutions and some insight. So, here's some solutions and insight on that instead of getting going and going, Oh, you two slashes and they suck and their policies are horrible. So, go over here to mylocals.com or Rumble or wherever, and you can see this video, and all the links are there. And I'm breaking the rules because I don't, you know, over there, there's freedom of speech and they allow it, right? 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 No. Go ahead and make your video that's YouTube compliant on that particular product or idea or whatever it is. We're talking mainly GunTuber related stuff here, of course. Go ahead and make you a YouTube compliant video. Leave out the links. Leave out whatever you've got to leave out. Then have a blog post, right, on your website or have something that's supplementary, right? In other words, take your your. Your video, edit it downwards, YouTube compliant, upload that on YouTube, and then push. It's okay to push to something and go, hey, if you want to see more on this subject or more on what's going on, right? In other words, extra, an addendum, right? Um, that's okay. It's okay to push to things. If you're pushing to things to circumvent policy, that's a terms of service violation. If you're pushing, Two things where there's extra elaboration on whatever the video is talking about you know that could be citing sources that could be you know any number of different things that's totally above board there's nothing wrong with that right but again we get back into context and if you're not thinking about that ahead of time right and you're not dibbing that up ahead of time and let's be honest the vast majority of people not just creators creators are made up of people are lazy and so they make one video, they edit one video. It's not good enough for YouTube. They're not using YouTube policy as their standard. They upload it to, you know, Rumble or wherever. And then they get on YouTube and just do a quick short or this, that, or the other, where they try to link over across to it. Like it, it requires a little more work than that. It requires a little more forethought than that. Um, so just, just, that's what I've got to say about terms of service. That's the two biggest things. Make sure you're not, actively pushing off platform um, for the same exact content anyway trying to move people off the platform i should say right for this for the purposes of moving them off the platform and then don't be or solely for those purposes and then don't be pushing people off platform actively working to circumvent policy because both of those are a are a no-go and you will get in trouble for that or you can get in trouble for that i'm not gonna say you will people skate by that's part of the problem is youtube is so huge with so many users that there's a lot of creators out there that get by with breaking the rules constantly
0: constantly do the the speed thing that's the best way to drive that yeah it's
1: like driving yeah like driving on a highway like get out right now and get out on an interstate or or run down a highway how many people are speeding right versus how many do you see that actually get pulled over um same thing same thing
0: in other words just because other people are doing it doesn't make it right it just means that they haven't been draconian is that the right word totalitarian in there just enforcement haven't gotten caught
1: it. and they may not ever get caught and i mean who knows right but that doesn't mean that the policy doesn't exist and the capability
0: right now rules aren't necessarily designed to be like we know everything that happens on our platform they're designed to guide so guides yeah. will direct and they will yeah. f- focus but they're going to miss some things and they're going to you know, miss aim. They're going right. to s- grab some things that don't the, need to be grabbed and they're going to suggest yeah. things that are wrong. But it's our goal to work with the, I mean, most of this, especially elaborate ones, like the big platforms we're talking about tonight, mm-hmm. this morning. Um, the, the big platforms have something where, let us know if our aim was wrong. Let us know if we were wrong. And that's where Clover's help really comes in. Because what we're really been mm-hmm. doing is yeah. describing the situation, but there's the nuance and the application or the the finesse, that's the part where there's not a lot of room for that, but there is room for that, and you just either have to yeah. be familiar with it or be Man. willing to spend time on it.
1: And I hear the argument a lot, and it's its on the surface it's a valid argument that, oh, if they're going to have policies, well, they need to be consistent in enforcing their policies, meaning they don't let need to let anybody get away with it right and that would be like telling the texas state highway patrol hey you need to pull over everybody for speeding well first of all there's not enough officers right <laughs> literally there's not enough officers or infrastructure or anything else to accomplish that right and the same thing goes with youtube so you've got that the second thing is if we ask for a draconian boot on the neck clamp down like that what are we asking for like really you want me to go to youtube and petition that they whack everybody at every possible turn and chance they get a a chance to whack somebody like that makes no sense that does our community at large no good and one of the reasons it doesn't is it doesn't give us the room to cite examples and experiment right um if they're clamped down so hard that everything is getting busted it does not give us the opportunity to point at stuff and go you know hey this this look this is not This is not an issue I, there's tons of videos up that are like this and everything else you know they're not causing a problem for the platform are they look into that oh no they're not okay well cool and then that gives us clout sometimes the working gets changing the rules so um that that aggravates me a little i get the frustration and i get where it's coming from when people say that like i just wish they would enforce the rules equally and it's like yeah think about that a little harder like think about what you're asking for right like you, do you really want that boot firmly clamped on your neck 24-7, 365 all the time? Or, you know, do you want to have to deal with the possibility that you may get a boot on the neck from every now and then? And, you know, I contend I, I, I'd rather deal with the latter,
0: quite honestly. All right. We're a half an hour in, and I've asked uh, in the text chat for people to drop questions or keep the, keep the cues flowing, and they've responded. So we do have a lot of good questions. See if um, burn through well, that's the thing I don't know if it's uh, Like you said, it's a service And then there's just like the, the, the I don't know, just Going through the motions so, Well, specific uh, yeah,
1: questions Because of the nuances we talked about earlier I mean, specific questions is where it's going to be at With this, that's unfortunate That it's got to be that way So if you're out there, if you're live, or if you're in replay well, Hopefully we can offer below, expectations
0: so. Realistic expectations, yeah. like yeah, if you're like, hey, you know, what's this, this specific way to fold this? Like, we can talk about ways to pack it. Uh, it's called energy. So, I think what I was going to do was ask something before we got going here, and I can't remember what that was, so I guess we'll just keep on. I guess, again, we're we're not scripted, so I appreciate everybody who um, appreciates that we just sort of started here, and then as the a live audience started to uh, get more comfortable or at least woke up or whatever. They started asking some questions. So now we're going to attempt to flip into uh, a mode. So how do you stay out of Facebook jail? This is from G23 earlier. How do you stay out of Facebook jail um, or getting your channel deleted from IG? So, I mean, in general, what we're talking about is giant platforms with some rules for either how to, work on the platform or how to technically use the platform or some version of that and you know specifics that's a very general question so in general understand the terms of service and follow them that's obviously a dumbass answer because it's tough to you know knowing that you've it's had general specific issues there, right? with it yeah. Yeah. So, you know, here's the thing we've talked about.
1: You're doing blatantly stuff that's blatantly against policy. You're not going to stay out of Facebook jail. Right. So like it depends on what you're doing.
0: I guess. Yeah. I mean, yes. And or if they I was going to say if if we're talking about that highway analogy again and everybody's getting everybody's driving the speed of traffic and the police, for whatever reason, decide to pull some people over. You know, we've used this analogy before that. They can't pull everybody over, so they pull some people over. The people that get pulled over kind of throttle the traffic, and that accomplishes their goal. So how do they pick the people they're going to pull over? Do they pick people that they think are drunk? Do they pick people who are recklessly paying attention to their phone or yelling at their kids instead of driving? Right? Are the police just randomly, literally? So that's the question. So at least that's the way I'm going to address this one. If you are driving the vehicle that looks like it's about six different types of moving code violations, you don't have your headlights on when everybody does or vice versa. You're the one on the phone and listening to the radio and you're paying more attention to being aggressive driving than whatever. And you're driving the speed of traffic and they pull you over for speeding, right? Did you create the opportunity for them to pick you or did you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that you need to walk the line or you have to, but just pay attention to what you're doing. So if you're a repeat uh, if you keep getting grabbed, then look at what you're doing. Maybe it's your presentation. Right. You don't have yes. to be violation so. of toss to be a, a warning and to be tagged as a violation of a toss. Mm-hmm. So these are robots to some extent. They are humans who are only able to pay attention to so many things. So let's right. say it was surf. Well, no, it's a good one. Tie dyeing. Let's say you're tie dyeing and you keep tie. You insist on writing T I E D. No, D I E wrong. Like die, like you're gonna die instead of uh, you know, uh dying like ink And for whatever reason, your company name is die, and you think it's funny, you think it's hilarious, and you keep putting that in there, but then they keep going, Oh, we think you're morbid, we think you're violating toss for weird reasons, like we don't understand. Well, you can keep fighting that all day long, but it's like going out on the road with old junky truck and getting oh they pulled me over again oh they only pulled me over yeah they're only pulling over old giant you know old trucks that are dropping parts you're like yes they do pull right. over those and you keep right. driving if they're going to pull you over yeah holes so, in the exhaust whatever yeah i'm trying to use an example but and, and i'm not saying yeah. movie yeah. was doing any of those things and you're just asking a general question but that's my only general answer well is if you're doing something that gets right near or like is just for some reason pushing a button then, then maybe oh, just no. change something or Because you can always try another, you might live next to some a-hole spammer. What if somebody lives next to you as a spammer and you're sharing an IP with a spammer? You don't even know that. You couldn't know that. You don't even know that that's a thing, I bet, until I said it. So you could be fighting all day long. So start another account. I mean, think about it if you were having trouble with your car or something. Are you going to just do something until your tools are broken? Or are you going to think another way around it? Go ahead. Well, I know channels
1: that have gotten trouble on on multiple platforms because they insist on mixing up their niches and their genres. So one second, they're talking about the newest, latest rifle or shotgun or handgun. The next second, it's some Trump, Biden, something political, some kind of junk. Right. And, you know, the next they're commenting on abortion and the next they're commenting on gay rights or like whatever. Right. It's like it's big hodgepodge of stuff. And I see this across all platforms. And it's but it's like, my channel
0: clover yeah. and it's a free country clover.
1: No, that's a, you, you have the, go for that. You have the right to do that, right? But that does not mean, uh, just like you've got the right to drive that old loud, it may comply with every single traffic law. Like if there's no, you know, the, the whole, the exhaust is too loud if you're talking about an old enough vehicle, a, a whole hot rod muscle car around here, right? Like it's old enough that it doesn't require all the, certain things that would necessarily make it quiet i mean you could pretty much have straight pipes right but uh you know on your exhaust and it's super loud so until you get into places that have noise ordinances right like it's not it's not a problem so uh you know keeping with the, the the automotive thing there just for for a minute but yeah but it's not that you don't but you're potentially creating more headache uh, the reason I, I chimed in with that particular thing or started with that was i can't speak to non-farm related stuff so if you want my advice on how to navigate the political or the cultural societal hot topics and that sort of thing like forget it i'm out like my expertise i am you know
0: Probably okay, the same elements, though, right? Like, oh, you're maybe you're it's talking similar. a little I bit mean, too I... much about abortion, or a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah, I'm not going to say.
1: I'm not going to say I understand some of it, but I've specialized for a reason. Like, I don't concern myself with that for a reason because I want to be able to give the most solid, absolute, solid advice for gun tubers that I can possibly give. And if I start diving off into the waters and trying to learn the political nuances and what. Advertisers and platforms expect, and other things. Well, I mean, what am I losing? You know, what am I overlooking? What am I not able to get done for the fellow gun tubers? Right. So let me speak to the gun tuber side of things with G23's comment. He says, "How do you stay out of Facebook jail? Uh, we're getting a channel deleted from Instagram." So context, right? When we're talking about firearm-related stuff, context, context, context. Pay pay attention to, you know, what that post looks like. Can it be construed as you try to sell something? Can it be construed as you trying to promote something, right? Um, that's one of the biggest things is to be able to look at that. Now, if you are a standing brick and mortar, that's actually okay. You can actually post things from your store and, and things like that. Um, that's not to say that there are not businesses that get popped for that. Um, a lot of times they you know end up winning an appeal on that side if they you know are able to prove their brick and mortar. Um, so even then it's not an even playing field, I guess is what I'm saying. So as a non brick and mortar, when you're dealing with Facebook or Instagram, um, yeah, make sure you're paying attention to those posts and you're thinking, ah, can I use a better word there? I mean, is that, does that sound like maybe I'm trying to sell this or that sound like I'm trying to, you will push people to this, but even then you've got these nuances with what items, right. We're talking about, obviously if it's regulated items that's where it gets really hairy with any kind of platform and any kind of policy, right? If I can take my six year old granddaughter, we can go to Walmart and I give her a $20 bill. She can go back in the, uh, in the uh, sporting goods section and she can buy that $9.99 4 power Tasco air gun scope, right? Like she can buy a scope. It's not a problem. It's a scope. Uh, she can't buy a pocket knife. She can't buy a shotgun, right? She's not old enough, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, Girls can't there, pocket, there are things, right? There are things that are, is what I'm saying. There are things, uh, depending on the item, right, uh, that become problematic just because of potential regulation. And if you stop for a minute and you think about big, huge platforms, lots and lots of users, global in nature, you know all these other things. When you start having items, the the problem is not that they're they've got a legitimate concern about the liability people pimping those items and potentially, you know, people buying them and it's not supposed to have them and, you know, the circumventing legislation and regulation and that sort of thing. The problem lies in the regulation and legislation. So put, put a pin in that, put that on the shelf because that's what we need to be fighting more. So the platforms will follow eventually whatever uh, the consensus is. Like if there's less of an assault on the second amendment, the platforms are going to be a little more lenient to, you know, firearm related content and stuff like that, the less regulation we have. So I would say, uh, context, mind the words that you use, make sure that it does not look like you're selling anything. And then make sure that's especially true. If you're talking with anything that's got any type of regulation, that's a magazine ammunition, a firearm, um, What else has to be, you know, suppressors, obviously, are on the NFA, you know, things like that. Right. Um, You also get into potential regulation and nuance when you start talking about binary triggers, when obviously bump stocks, potentially even pistol braces nowadays, 80 percent lowers. Right. Um, You've got things that have this um, taboo uh, nuance Things are working their way through the court system, so it's kind of uncertain as to what's actually going on, you know, those types of items, right? So you've got to be careful. You've got the stuff that's 100% regulated, really need to be careful with that. you got the stuff that's like, okay, this is in the nuanced gray area, probably need to be careful here, and then you got stuff that you still need to be careful on, scopes, let's say, grips, let's say, you know, that type of thing,
0: Uh, yeah four years ago five years from now different also oh yeah absolutely yeah. yeah so we've got a lot of them and i just saw this one out of order but mc said i know there are not straight lines to correct and what's okay. allowed and what isn't jagged lights can be challenging yeah and the wavy lines and stuff Mm-hmm. clover's got the advantage of uh, having seen a lot of people's lines so he can tell yeah. you oh you've got a pretty jagged line there and it might be these parts of the jagged there you know tried timing them in a little bit or you know he's just had seen a lot of different paths that have had issues or what yeah so going back to G23 staying out of Facebook jail Facebook is, uh, let's talk about it from the angle of, there are big platforms, so we can talk, one of the questions is specifically about them. But, uh, you know, we know that in order of sa- size, actually, we need to go grab a visualization of this and see what it's like currently. But size-wise, I'm sure it's, well, actually, I don't even know. Is it Facebook is bigger than YouTube or YouTube is bigger than Facebook right now?
1: I believe YouTube is bigger than Facebook.
0: I would think YouTube's bigger. It's got to be bigger because of the file size, but well, I'm thinking file size language. right away.
1: Unless they're counting uh,
0: users or something,
1: depends on if they're counting. Instagram is a part of Facebook. I don't know what. No, all, no, all it's all separate. Usually for the meta the and
0: yeah, yeah, I don't count meta as a thing because totally people, different like,
1: type of user base. There's a lot of things. Yeah. But anyway, so when we're game. talking
0: platforms, we're talking the YouTube, the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok. Uh, Whatever the big five ten would be today, but they change a little bit. You know the top five today, right. and maybe the others. You know, and then if you start thinking of things like Discord, Patreon, Amazon, eBay, right? Do you count those as platforms? Yes or no? Right? Are you count your channels there? Yes or no? So um, staying out of Facebook jail, uh, I guess what I was going to say is if you start thinking about all these different platforms that are out there, they've all had different types of abuse and frustration so their terms of services are only in reaction like trust me they're they're boilerplate when you start and then they're edited and been changed due to reaction like nobody sat down and said oh interesting they're both almost the same size about two point something billion users worldwide i'm guessing because we don't have that many here so it's interesting
1: yeah that half a billion users when you consider that both of those companies deal with millions and millions of fake accounts on a daily basis daily. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so they're, they're, they're right, they're right there right there together with those numbers. For sure. you
0: got to have systems and departments of people, employees you're paying just to delete spam so that you're not deleting real stuff and that you're actually deleting the spam. So it's a monumental task that they got themselves into by building it the way they have. But that being said, uh, the platforms are each unique. They are used different ways by different users. That means they're abused different ways by different abusers. Some of them that have no money involved are probably less uh, financially attacked, but they're probably more socially attacked, right? And then they're, listen, we haven't even talked about the people that are maliciously using the system, not just doing malicious things on it, but like going in there and just being weird and doing horrible things. So these platforms that get big, they got lots of stuff on their mind, I guess is what I'm getting at. And if you're going to expect an individual level of service, then go to a smaller place that can know your name. But if you want to go to one that's huge, expect the level of service you would get at an airport or Walmart, and don't expect the level of service you would get at the mom and pop's single location diner. you know you know realistic expectations i guess uh that being said um we've used all of them i've dealt with some issues at least i've been adjacent you know watching people deal with issues on all of them um let's say you knew somebody at one of them we knew somebody at facebook for a while but guess what after they leave and then years go by you don't know any of it at facebook anymore I I knew people knew at AOL.
1: huh yeah i once knew three fairly high up at facebook but this has been I guess I lost the last contact at Facebook like six years ago, maybe or something like that. It's been a been a while now.
0: I knew the top people at AOL. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. not good anymore. So, uh yep. Always oh, so though, you know. Thanks for the question, but that is a tough one. And you know, hopefully, we gave you an answer that's appropriate for that one. Yeah. And then the next one is from Mike saying, "Funny thing is, how many people actually read the terms of service agreements?" Yep. And then he followed up with,
1: first thing that goes to the trash the when
0: updates." You-
1: when you bought a new video game, right? That was like the first thing that went in the trash.
0: You think about that, but yeah, for, certainly you just scroll to the bottom, yeah, bottom if you have to or click next. Nobody even did yeah, something nobody there.
1: There's not much you can do
0: it. because if you want to use it, you have to agree to their rules. And most of the rules are boilerplate, meaning they're the same. They just erase the, the specific oh, name and put their name in there yeah. uh, because lawyers are going to say things like, you know, you don't own this game just because you bought a copy of it. You know, you don't right. Get to go in and smash it up or something you can't do something gross with it and then say it's our fault you know like there's just standard stuff and again reaction to stuff that people have had in the past
1: but but then again i mean when we're using that analogy right with uh not reading terms of service not reading terms of service for something you're using right um is one thing so not reading the terms of service to create an account to watch youtube videos right uh, to create a Facebook account just to follow other people and read what they're doing. Um, that's a much different situation. And the terms of focus are much less important than if you are utilizing, you're not consuming, you're, you're creating content on said platform as well as potentially consuming. I guess you can create, and not consume at all. Um, but, yeah, it's a different situation from a creator standpoint than a consumer standpoint, terms of service. So when, yeah, I totally agree that the vast majority of people don't read terms of service, but also the vast majority are consumers, not creators. And so it's a lot less important in that context. You're right, you's like, hey, I want to use this software. I downloaded the software the other day. I didn't read the crap. I just clicked the box and clicked next. Um, why? Because yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't care about the terms of service. I just wanted to use the software, right? I just wanted to
0: be a consumer. And they're going to be a lot different. The terms of service for being a user are don't record this and sell it, you know, for being, so I was going to say, it's the difference between watching NBC Mm -hmm. or CBS or making a TV show for NBC or CBS. Mm -hmm. They're going to give you a different set of rules.
1: Well, what are you going to, if you're just consuming the content, what, Poss- what potential liability or trouble could come out of that, right? From something you record like, it and
0: you say this is mine, I own it forever, and I can sell people. You know, for you bucks could if review. you've got
1: access. I guess you could, right? That would, but that would bleed into existing copyright laws potentially and other other protections and other things too. So, and at the point that you're at the point that you're downloading that or screen capturing that and posting it somewhere else or sharing it for it to be a problem, right? you haven't just downloaded it and put it on a backup drive for your personal use. You know, you're actually going through the art of stealing that content from the, from a platform and, and redistributing in that at that point, you've moved from a consumer into a creator. Have you not?
0: I mean, that's technically, but yeah, not really creatively, but you are creating. Um, right. Okay. I went out of order there, but, uh, Appreciate everybody sticking with us here. The next one is from DJ. What do you think about the last revision of the terms of service for Discord? Is it too limiting? Is it better than YouTube? How strongly has that influenced the migration and adoption of the Gilded and other, imagine, I don't know if there are other, but you know, Gilded is an alternative to to, to Discord. So how much has the terms of service changes on Discord adjusted the migration and adoption of the other platforms. Um, I, don't, I have no idea. I've never even read the Discord terms of service. I, I used it for a yeah, limited man. amount of time and I didn't like it. So you're not gonna get an answer from us. But uh, in general, when a platform, popular or not, changes its terms of service, if they're done in such a way and they make such a big deal, they're such a change that it's you know, noticeable by the user group, then yeah, of course, it's gonna have an influence. I don't know if it was this one that he's talking about, or I think they did something. It says Discord's gross and it's it's horrible. It's like having a bunch of storage lockers and you charge people five bucks to use the storage lockers and we don't care what you do in there. What do you think's gonna happen in there? Gross things are gonna happen in them storage lockers, right? So I guess it's fine, you know, do whatever you wanna do. My problem with them is I don't wanna go down a creepy hallway of storage lockers and have to go to room 545, right? In order to meet a bunch of people, I'd rather go to like a mall and have it say, hey, go to the, you know, we're, we're making this strip center into a bunch of different clubhouses. So mm-hmm. come meet us. And each one has a storefront. Each one has posters and signs and lets you know what's up. And it's an open door. You can walk in. You might not get all the way to the back room, but you can come in the, the front room and you can say, hey, and you can interact with the people that are hanging out up there. that makes sense to me like let's do something if you want a community and you want to create a community of communities awesome but if you make it like a bunch of hey there's a a a door that if you open it and go down the hallway you'll get a bunch of numbers and some of them will be open but most of them will be locked and if you knock right you can get in and then it's anything goes have fun that might be awesome it might be creepy as hell so it's creepy as hell so discord is creepy and everybody that goes over there's you know (laughs) willing to deal with that the difference is gilded is exactly the same but, on, you know, you go down the hallway of the, the storage locker doors, but on the other side, there's a big storefront. You know, every you can make as much of your Gilded public as you want. Um, essentially, for people that aren't familiar with these two dumb words we're using, Discord is a stupid word and Gilded is an even stupider word. And these are because they're made for video game kids to sit around and lurk at each other when they're playing video games. So they don't. You know, their new thing to do is to watch each other play video games. And everybody goes, oh, blah, blah, blah. But everybody sat around watching each other play baseball. So quit acting like everybody isn't used to sitting around watching each other do stuff. It's just our tendency or something. So people sit around watching each other play games. And in order to be mean to each other better, they set up another way to chat with each other. Because the game might only let you chat with the people playing. So the people in the audience watching you can't yell rude shit at you. So, hey, let's make a system that lets us say weird shit to the people playing the video games, because why wouldn't you? That's the fun of it, I guess. Yeah. So if you're going to create a place for people to be weird at people that are playing video games at each other, yeah. what do you expect it to be? Full of gum and snot, and there's going to be soda on the floor. It's just like a, can you imagine turning on the lights and hanging out in a, in a movie theater? That's what Discord is. Yeah. So you want to hang out over there? Great. But they probably were like, hey, there's too many fires getting started and it smells gross already. So you got to wash your shit out once a a month Mm -hmm. or something. And everybody's like, I got to wash my shit out once a month. I don't like this place no more. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, that's my
1: freedom of speech. Right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you went down exactly the road. You know, I can't speak to Discord. I don't use them either. Um, I mean, I tried there for a little while. I'll be honest about it. Um, So I don't know anything about this specific terms of service updates or anything else. But what I will say, this is an opportunity to talk about the whole idea of alternative platforms and using some other platform and blah, blah, blah. So people go, oh, you need to go over here to X, Y, Z because freedom of speech and they don't censor or regulate or do this and that. Mm, It's because they don't have enough people for all the weirdness and crazy to start for them to have to institute policies, right? And start censoring certain things, right? That's why that is a a free speech beacon, if you will, right? And a lot of people don't understand that about platforms. Like, the more platform grows, the more users that they have on the platform. One bad apple spoils the bunch. We know this. The more users that we get, how many more goofballs and crazies and other things are you bringing into the mix as far as users of that particular platform or service? Um, and so the odds increase of, of things, you know, spamming and scamming and just uh, weirdo activity that needs to be addressed through some, you know, some type of policy and these platforms update their policy. So it's it's one of these weird issues. that's almost self-serving, self-serving, self-self, I don't even know the word. Um it's one of these situations to where, you know, a platform pops up and everybody goes, oh, you know, free speech over here, blah, blah, Well, if you're paying attention to the policies on the platforms you're already on and they're the huge platforms and you're getting the views and you're getting the reach and you're getting everything that you, you know, seemingly need to get from that, you've got no reason to go to that other platform, first of all. So the only people that have a reason to go to that platform is the ones that want to to get away from not have to worry about the policy of the platform of their own, right? The huge platform of their own. So when they jump to that small platform, they do all kind of weird stuff because they can. I mean, they're not bound by anything. And then you get a bunch of weirdos on that platform. And then it can only grow so much. Like weirdos are only a certain amount of the population. And people that want to watch stuff or weed through the weirdos to yeah, watch and stuff
0: deal with them. That's is the
1: even thing. less. So these free speech, quote unquote, free speech platforms that pop up all the time. Like, yeah, I would love to see some of them dominate, but the fact is, they're going to have to have policies in play, and they're going to piss off some people, regardless of you know what that policy is or that just having the policy. I had to do that with a platform that I had. Once I got up to about a thousand members or so, it's like, ooh, okay, we need to really rein in and kind of tighten the, the policy here a little bit. It was pretty generic. Just like don't do illegal stuff and, you know, don't be hateful and, and mean, you know, you know more than takes- anything. You know, it was pretty simple before, right? Like common sense. Like, you know, we're hanging out at the gun shop type thing. Like like just be cordial. Um but, you know, as we started getting that, I mean we had to develop policy a little bit and it wasn't anything draconian or anything like that it was things to help manage the platform better and just make it a better experience um and got all kind of pushback like "Oh, your freedom of speech and you're updating your policy on this and it's like we got to like it's the evolution of a of a growing platform so
0: um so understand you- that
1: aspect of things too
0: i mean i was going to use a hippie commune you know hippie communes are great until some jerk comes in and just steals all the food and leaves and then right. they're like oh wait maybe we shouldn't be a hippie commune like that anymore or at least we should put a fence around it or something you know what i mean yeah so but i was going to also better say, vetting
1: process of who you let in yeah
0: yeah i mean you can you can't be you can be free all you want but you know you individual freedom still has liberty and liberty means you got to be aware that other people ain't going to dig your freedom or they want your freedom and that's part of you know uh vigilance You have to be vigilant for your own entity and then for your community. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to say, though, think about like a a gun show or something. Um, Let me see if this works. So you're a gun show. You're starting up. You make your rules. Everybody be cool, right? Everybody's fine because nobody's there to cause trouble. Well, somebody starts cosplaying. They start showing up and they're role playing or cosplaying something. I mean, imagine maybe a video game, maybe a book or something, you know, whatever people cosplay. And it's no big deal and then but let's say that something happens and playfully there's a little competition and it grows and then time goes on and people get used to some people are showing up maybe it's like harry potter super popular and those like houses of harry potter or whatever they're called and everybody's just having a good time with it but then something happens like during one of them rough house and playing around and something gets knocked over and somebody something valuable gets broken and everybody decides Let's draw the line. Let's make it where if you cosplay, you can't have blah, 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 some some simple rule so that, you know, it doesn't get out of hand. Two years later, somebody comes along and goes, this gun show won't let us cosplay because they don't understand the difference between guns and fake guns. And they hate the idea of people having fun. Like, you know, what I mean, that kind of stuff happens constantly where there's just rules in place because of something happens. Time goes on. Somebody comes along looking for something to be said about looking for some way to blame what their problems are on a t- policy or some, some you know, infrastructure. And half the time, if you would have said, Hey, can I cosplay again? They're going to be like, yeah, we don't care. You know, like, Oh yeah, there's a rule that says no cosplay, but that's because seven years ago there was an issue, but nobody cares about it now. Not every rule is like that, but I'm just putting that out there that, you know, when you're a small community, things get ha- things happen. And Large communities, yeah, they're going to have a department that goes through and combs that. They're literally going to talk to experts who are using the service and say, how is our policy working? Give us feedback. If uh, you can, like, you know, give us uh, detailed feedback so that we can better our process because it's getting huge and complicated and we're refining it. And, hey, if we can contact you in the future because we're going to refine our process and we'd like to have people who are paying attention who are willing to help advocate for this whole thing. And uh, we can get gain feedback from you going forward when we make changes next. You know, so you've got systems like that. And then you've got, I can tell you, like Clover said, from building gun channels for seven years, you know, you've got your boilerplate stuff that you have to have up there. And every once in a while, you got to add something because somebody comes in from Seattle, right, and does this thing or that thing. And now you got to make a rule change about it. Anyway, rambling there. Um, do you want to add anything or should we move on? oh i guess dj had a follow-up sorry uh so asking about the the discord specifically let us rant about discord and just the concept of uh policies out there but his follow-up was will it turn into a revolving door of new discord style survey servers constantly chasing a more liberal terms of service platform uh go backwards from this to every other platform has always been that literally youtube was kicked in the balls and kittens people flocked to youtube because it was a place you could post videos for free it was a little different type but not so much in terms of service as much as a opportunity uh you know because they were offering a service that was a great deal but yeah people didn't didn't like aol went to myspace people that didn't like myspace went to facebook people that didn't like facebook went to TikTok. people that didn't like TikTok went to next next yeah. next So there's a little bit of, I guess, I'm going to also add in there to what Clover said before. What do you call new adopters? There's going to be people that like to try the what's next. And then those people right behind them on the bell curve, I got to always have the new. And I'm not going to try nothing ever. But once it's established, I'm having whatever's cutting edge. So you need both of those people. And the first people are nerds and they're, they're dissecting it. You know, they're looking at it. They're playing with it. Artists, nerds, and engineers, right? They're they're just looking at what's out there, and the stuff that they go, hmm, that's when your, your 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 early adopters are right there, like, oh, really? What's interesting about this? Oh, neat! I can make it play music, and now they're playing music on it. And an, an entrepreneur will come by, and now it's the neatest hippest you know player, and 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 then you know the bunch of people jump on board. It gets too big there's six other versions of it happen now i can listen to my audio books on it instead i like this one and the people over here are cooler and then eventually people are watching videos and the audio stuff is yesterday and it's like a cd player people don't even know what it is so yeah i mean that happens constantly with media and with with our it's just the way we are i guess
1: um yeah real quick because we're, we're talking discord here and i i don't know but a little challenge I'll throw out. If you use a lot of these platforms, I know nothing about Discord. I mean, very, very little. So might as well say I know nothing, right? If you use a platform, you predominantly use a platform, right? So I encourage you to learn about that platform for you to become more of an expert on that platform, the nuances of terms of service, the nuances of policy, you know, how things operate, you know, what what are the methods of, recourse or the you know directions you know if you have said problem on a platform um for two reasons number one that's going to make you a better creator and and, um, user of that platform uh, without a doubt and then second of all it allows you to be a resident expert and help other people like if mr dj out there was uh well versed in discord he could be our go-to for Hey, what's going on with Discord? Why is this this way? What's your opinion on this, right? Um, just keep in mind, we don't we don't all, we can't all be experts on everything. There's just not, simply not enough time in the day, and there are too many platforms and other, thing out, other things out there. However, these platforms have massive user bases. So there are people that have the capacity and the capability to offer insight, help and insight and things to other people. And maybe you're that person, just saying. Not speaking to dj specifically on that but if you're out there and you're listening maybe you know about more about discord than anybody else out there and if you knew a little more you could be the resident expert on that anyway
0: links and we don't need x ex- always need experts because an alternative is to have groups of people that are chatting with each other when you chat yeah. with each other you start experts to learn stuff. from each other and everybody gets level yeah
1: experts a big word i would say You can can become an
0: expert by just having to roll up your sleeves and deal with something, and now you know about it, and then two other people bring you their issues and you help them, you're literally an expert.
1: At that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you've helped other people, yeah, 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 you're right.
0: Because um, really, it's just seeing patterns. I mean, everything is really just oh, yeah. getting used to it. And once you've figured out, like, oh, dang it. You know, like, If you just stop this and click on that, then that's how you fix this. And then, boom, you're an expert. You can help everybody with you know, a simple thing that just people didn't you, – in your site, you're, you're actually providing a real good service. I think people don't think about it. How many things do we have to worry about? I just had to – what happened? something happened. I had to reset the radio on the van, you know, the time on the radio on the van. So it's like, yeah, dang it. I know I have to smash on some button and do something and yank on something. Right. But you know, back in the day, it was like a pain in the ass. You'd have to go find that book and then all that. Well, now, of course, I just go to my phone and I go blah, 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 this model, you know, boom. And then I'm, now I have to go. I'm like, dang it. Nobody made a short about this yet. (laughs) Uh Right. I got to watch a four minute video to have somebody at the end of a four minute video go. And then you hold down this and smash this smash that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anybody can be an expert. You may not even realize you became an expert. So finally, we get to the question I think that created this whole show. One hour in. That was a one-hour warm-up open Warm-up yeah, for it. Yeah, right. Okay. So she fire asks if she fires asks. Could you talk about what's not allowed in the video descriptions? I heard links to firearms sites. So we've been talking about terms of service, and here we're specifically talking about YouTube, and they have two different types of rules, terms of services that are gonna be affected here. We have a monetization policy. So if you are attempting to make money through YouTube AdSense with your videos, either you're gonna make a cut each month or you're gonna get a super chat or something. You maybe got store sales hooked up, maybe you're doing some one of the other memberships, right? There's lots of options now. So you've got monetization through YouTube. They're gonna have a certain set of things, rules. And then you're going to have the community guidelines. So those just standards, like, don't be weird. And it doesn't so much matter about our advertisers. We just don't want you doing this, period. So what's allowed in a video description, I don't think, I'm going to just speak for Clover. There's not hard and fast rules, but he'll explain the nuance here. But They're pretty pretty hard and fast, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say there's probably some variation in it, but there's probably some guides or something. It's written in in.
1: Yeah, it's literally written in black and white. This is a fairly a fairly easy question. Um, once you get off into, because people will play this game of how many how many clicks away from YouTube is okay. And again, we go back into circumventing policy or whatever. If that is not allowed, and you're like, oh well, if I can make it eight clicks away, like nobody'll know. Well, you're circumventing policy, so. You, you potentially get into a whole different section of policy with with what you're doing, with your activity, right? It's no longer about, you know, you're trying to put a link in there that's not allowed. Now you're trying to circumvent that policy. So you swapped violating one policy for violating the other, potentially. But the specific question here. So um, I spoke earlier about the three levels. You've got the overarching terms of service, the, T, the TOS, the TOS. You've got monetization policy and you've got community policy. So, G explained monetization policy. That's what you've got to do. The guidelines you follow to basically get paid, right? Um, Community policy, you can lose your channel. Therefore, community policy is more strict. My advice is to to focus on, to look at, to learn monetization policy. If you can get by uh, under monetization policy, then your channels are going to likely be okay. You're not going to have to worry too much about you know channel getting taken down because of community strikes so if we go to advertiser friendly guidelines i'm going to read this verbatim because it's in black and white it's very simple people get hung up on this firearm oh it's a firearm site well it's, it's more than that because uh, a firearm site could be something like you know a local gun shop it could be something like a manufacturer that sells direct it could be you know uh you know a, a brown else, palmetto state armory i mean we can rattle off a list of, of companies and stuff right So if we read policy, uh, promotion of the sale of firearm or components, including but not limited to. um, A part or component essential to or enhancing the functionality of a firearm, uh, which can include 80% parts. Talked about that earlier. Ammunition. Ammunition. Uh, ammunition clips, which would be magazines, of course, silencers, ammunition belts. Here's where it gets tricky with stocks. Yes, stocks is in there. Conversion kits, grips are in there. Got to be careful with that. Huge, 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 too, you got to be careful with scopes and sights. So, sight, scope, stocks, grips. I cannot stress this enough. If you've got links to sight, scope, stocks, grips in your description, you're violating policy. Um
0: you're back to literally is. reading black and white what it says in the I am policy. Legit
1: leading, yeah. So including in all of this, that's just one section of the policy. Uh promotion of manufacturers, this can include discount codes and promotion of gun stores. This can also include uh, just simply pushing a discount code. Hey, you know, if you go to XYZ company, you know, remember to use code SheepIres she fires asked the question let's just use that right uh you just violated policy if that company even though you've got nothing in the description right you just violated policy because you verbally dropped a a a discount code which implies they can't use that discount code unless they make a purchase so by definition of policy you have pushed somebody to go make a purchase at a site that has restricted items so Uh, But the big ones, to I think, to worry about, like it's the ammunition, magazines, firearms, suppressors, like those 80 percenters, like that stuff's like no-brainer, right? Um, Obviously, bump stock, maybe even pistol braces moving forward. Those things are no-brainers, right? We got a regulatory thing around those. Uh, The ones you really, really, really got to be careful with, Uh, and again, this is monetization policy uh is sites scopes stocks and grips uh because those are specifically mentioned and unfortunately you know i say unfortunately fortunately for some people all of that stuff is sold on amazon it's what i call the the amazon loophole here right like youtube really does need to address this section of policy because amazon sells all of those non-regulated items so therefore It's my contention and a lot of other people that since Amazon a huge global marketplace sells those, like what it, what's the problem? Like it makes no sense because ultimately a makeup channel could send somebody to Amazon to buy their lipstick or some lipstick and there'd be a, there'd be be a scope or a stock or something, right? Like at the bottom of the page recommended or something like that. So, well, okay. I'm going to stop it
0: just because you're going on a tangent from just Actually addressing the the thing because I question. You know, you're yeah. just going but well that's because right. it, it's tough to I hear you but I in order to try to keep it I mean this is tough for people to keep track of so you were talking about the the monetization or the other policy there money
1: yeah okay, always so, always so when we're talking about these leaks, we're talking the about the
0: money okay and that's a good way to think of it so again if you walk into a mall you're already in the state jurisdiction you're already in national jurisdiction so get over it you're dealing with laws you're living under laws by just being in the parking lot of the mall now you're on private property so there's some amount of rules right for being on their mall property now you walk into the movie theater right and now you're in some terms of service act appropriately for the movie theater now you walk into the actual movie what am I trying to say? The actual theater part, you know, you're watching the movie. Now you're in a whole different type of rules. And these might be societal rules. These might be legal rules, right? And they're overlap and whatever, but that's sort of what we're talking about here. You've got your rules on the platform period. You want to show up and use the platform. Here's how you're going to behave. Okay. You want to have a channel on the platform, then we're going to ask you to abide by these other rules. You're not, you know, when you're watching, you're not going to be a jerk in the audience, okay? You're not going to break our system. You're not going to graffiti it up. Uh, you're not going to act like it's yours and sell it to somebody. That's essentially what the rules tell you. And then when you're creating, they're going to say, hey, you're not going to create garbage. You're not going to mess with people. You're not going to create scams, right? That's a big piece. You're not going to create scams. So that's your your next layer of rules, right? That's so that you've got your community. you got your channel standards. I forget. You can me the right names for those and then finally oh you want to make money with that channel well then here you're not going to mess with our people that are paying us because we can't we don't make money out of our butt uh we get paid by advertisers and we keep some and build the system and then we distribute some to you the person whose ad it's on you know where the ad goes and here's the rules you're going to abide by for that so that's what we're talking about the monetization rules say hey if you're going to be sending money People over here to buy money or spend money, I should say, buy money, spend money over here, then don't be linking stuff to stuff to undermine it or to confuse people or to whatever their business, right? Like for whatever reasons, we don't want you sending people over to that mall if we're sending people over to this store, essentially, right? So these rules apply to people that are monetized. If you're not monetized, I guess that's a long ass way of explaining this, so I can ex- ask this question. Do those rules apply? Everything we just talked about. I want to link to, I'm not monetized. This video isn't monetized or if that makes a difference. I want to link to this store, Amazon, whatever. I'm asking Clover this question if, it's, if I'm ghosting you here. So if if I'm not monetized and I want to link to a store, is that an issue on the YouTube?
1: Yeah, you just so jump down. Just just down into you just jump down into the community issue. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's what link, I was trying to clarify. If you want
1: to link to what, right? So if you want to, if I if I want to monetize, um, then, um, I've got I, if I want to monetize, then again, there are benign. I'm going to use the word benign. There are benign items, meaning no regulation legislation around them there are benign items that are going to cause me problems trying to monetize however if i don't if i'm not worried about monetizing there are still items those that are regulated this that and the other that if you start pushing to those via whatever website doesn't matter if it's a gun broker or a manufacturer or a gun shop um, if you start pushing to those that is a community issue and I use the term push directly. There's another question down there, down there somewhere that I've seen, and I don't remember who it was. It's kind of related to the same vein of thought, what we're talking about here. Um, But if you're pushing to, you know, there's a difference between obviously, if you're reviewing an item, right, you have to mention the manufacturer, who made it, right, and what model it is, right. I recommend staying away from any type of pricing right? People can go look that up. That's easy for people to do. I I would advise not even messing with it, not even mentioning MSRP. If you do mention price, make sure that the context is MSRP, right? And it's like, this is not my price. I'm not selling it. Manufacturer suggested retail price on this is, you know, is such and such, right? Um, Where was I going with that? Uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, just uh, let's see.
0: As far as uh, you were saying, that, well, this one I think is the question you were talking about, suppressor-specific firearms, or is it the topic within the overview? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you can't send anybody to a website like that, period, even if you say it's for specific instructions or details, because you can say whatever you want. And that's the thing. I get so many people that contact me and they go, well, I said this in my video. I said this wasn't for sale, or I said I don't sell firearms, or I... You know, I declared that this range was this or this gun was that. And it's like, that's great. But, you know, just because you said it doesn't mean it fits with the context and it doesn't mean it was received properly. So, you will keep that in mind. You know, I can go out and rob a store and then stand out in the front of the store and when the cops show up, go, I didn't rob that place. I didn't rob that store. Like, but I did. Like, you can say whatever you want to say. But that doesn't mean you're saying something while you're violating policy doesn't make it where you didn't to violate policy. You, you feel what I'm saying?
0: Well, people, yeah, people, it, it, I, I, I see
1: people trying to do that. They think that they think there's a they think there's a, a magic voodoo phrase they can say in a video that absolves them of any responsibility of being compliant with policy. And it's like, yeah, don't work that way.
0: Well, it, it's not as I don't it, I don't like that analogy only because nobody's robbing a bank. There's not any harm being done. right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're doing so. It's like uh, driving with the, with the. They made a rule that says you can't drive with a bumper sticker, and somebody stuck a bumper sticker on your car, and you're getting pulled over, and you're like, I don't have a bumper sticker, and they're like, Yeah, you do. And like, oh dang it, I do. Okay, I didn't know I had it, and then they're gonna peel the bumper sticker off, and they're gonna go we'll be on your way. Now, if they make a note of that, and that's the only time it's ever happened. Then a big deal. But if every day they're pulling you over because you got a bumper sticker on there, and you're like, "Oh, what? I don't have a bumper sticker. What happened?" Because you think you figured out some like bumper sticker loophole, just act like you didn't know it yeah. was there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to go. Well, guess what? I think I'm pulling you over every day, and you're saying the same thing. I guess that's not really what's happening anymore. So now you know you can't drive anymore. You can't use this account or something. Right. So, right. so here's the thing: um, if you got a square peg and you got a round hole, at what point do you go? All right, do something else. So. Go Make another channel. What do you think? YouTube channels cost so much money. You can't go make another channel like you're so hard to click sure. down arrow and make another channel. And now this and how many people go, and maybe this is why people go, here's my channel for blah, blah, blah. And here's my channel for where I get all political. And here's my channel where I do something else. I talk about my flashlights and things. Yep. So to some extent, if you're really trying to succeed, are you trying to succeed or are you trying to prove some point about policy that you figured out a little glitch and you're gonna make a big point wow. now if it's some legitimate glitch then make your stand your ground and grind it in there but otherwise if you're having trouble with this adapt improvise and overcome and start another channel of doing that thing over there and accomplish with two channels what you were attempting to do with one and having trouble with or Maybe no, another su- platform I'm
1: gonna go ahead. Yeah. Well I want to real quickly Pick on the word succeed for a minute Because that is subjective For some people succeed means They got one channel and they want That one channel as huge and Massive number wise as it possibly can be And they think throwing everything but the kitchen sink And trying every little trick And every little pop culture Modern culture political reference You know whatever it might be Popular firearm you know they Hodgepodge their channel thinking that it will increase their odds of, of getting more people. They're casting a wide net, right? And like that's never been an approach that's that's really worked on YouTube. Niche down is is always been a you know the, the closer you get to a niche, seems like the quicker you you build an audience, right? Um, so what I'm saying is people will get um, they define success as that rather than what are they accomplishing in real life, right? What are they getting done in real life? Where is this? the tangible benefits of having that channel, right? And once you start looking at it from a from a standpoint of the tangible benefits of said channel and the, jeopard, uh, the jeopardy that that can be in if you're not compliant with policy, then at that point, creating a new channel becomes a much more appealing option because you're like, okay, well, you know, I can be successful on this channel and it never even break 20,000 subs or a hundred thousand subs or whatever. Like I've already, I've already noticed this. I've already seen this, right? Like, because my perspective of what success is, was completely different. Right. And so if that's the case, then I'm not, I'm not shackled by this idea. Oh, I've got all my eggs in this one basket and I got to make all this work. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and there's something freeing about, being able to do that, being able to go over to another channel and do whatever you want to do over there. And you're not, you're not mixing and matching things up. Um, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. I think having another channel is a preferred method. Now, sometimes could you do a one-off for channel members or Patreon people for whatever the, the, you know, something like that. Right. Uh, And do some kind of one-off talk. Heck ghost. And I do, you know, it's like, I think last night was the first time on the ghost and clover that we even talked about guns about firearms, uh, except for, you know, sponsor mentioned or something like that as far as the topic goes. Um, but you know, that's why it's not available in replay, right. Or for me anyway, and I think ghost is doing the same thing. Uh, you know, once we're live, it's gone, it's unlisted. And that ghost and clover channel is the only place you're going to find it other than the audio podcast world. So, um, Yeah, being able to to split up and compartmentalize can better help you deal with the various policies at play. And and again, it doesn't jeopardize the potential for success on your main channels or the ones that you really
0: are, are focusing on and care about. And another result is you've got a bigger reach. You've got a larger presence uh, when you need to get word out. And if you're being an advocate, hopefully. Uh, well, and the ability to cross pollinate. Out there.
1: Right. The ability to cross pollinate like. Is a, is a thing like, you know, if you've got 50,000 subscribers on you know one channel or you've got 10,000 subscribers on five channels, look at the amount of feedback, diversity and feedback you know, just a bunch of other things, and then look at the potential to, for those to cross over. I mean, if your goal as a gun tuber is education, is bringing people into the firearm community, and then eventually moving them more uh, down the 2A road and that sort of thing, um, now you've got four other channels. It, they don't have to wade through uh, firearm stuff that they may not care about at the time, or whatever topic or initiative might be that they don't care about at the time, to see the core content that you know the channel was created for uh, but then intersprinkled sprinkled in there right like they're gonna get some suggestions youtube's gonna pop some other stuff up from one of your other channels it's gonna happen and then they go oh yeah i didn't know that the person here that you know crochets or whatever you know that i follow is into firearms huh that's interesting i've considered you know buying my first firearm and they click over and you know uh it is a thing it, It's you know, it, it just our, makes it more uh, navigable.
0: Uh, if you're monetizing a channel, are you allowed to talk about gun doilies, or is that an accessory that's... Gun doilies. I like it. It's awesome. All right, so uh, she Fires followed up with, thanks to you. So how do we direct our audience then to our affiliates like Amazon? Do we just mention our websites with those links, like visit my website for more info? Uh, that's really the question, and... Appreciate everybody for sticking an hour and a half for the, uh, the actual real question of the show. Uh, if we were good, I would re-edit this and this would be like, you know, the beginning of the show or whatever. Go ahead. Yeah. So how
1: do you do it? Uh, how do you do it? It's going to depend on the affiliate link, whatever in question. Cause as we talked about, even Amazon is not a given thing. So if you're pushing site scope, stocks, and grips on Amazon, uh, yeah, if you do any kind of verbal push, I mean, let's be intellectually so honest the, here. It's the
0: it's the thing, not the place. So right. if you send somebody to uh this, let's say a uh, gun East coast for uh a shopping bag or a morale patch, then that's not going to be an issue where if you send someone to that same store for magazines, ammunition, optics?
1: That's not true. It totally depends. If you send them to this to go get this patch, and I click on that, and I can also buy a gun along with my patch, you're screwed because you just sent okay. somebody to a place that sells guns.
0: Okay, so it is not so much, hey, I'm sending you there with this context. It is of also the, the destination of the place.
1: Does the, site, does the site in question facilitate the sale in some way and and it being a manufacturer that ships to a distributor that ships to a gun shop is still within the facilitation of a sale right um, if it somehow facilitates the sale of a restricted item and if we're talking monetization again that can be a regulated item or an unregulated item in the in the context of specifically sites, scopes stocks and grips which are sold on Amazon um, so yeah, if you if you push for that for that for those specific things, like you're done. Now, if you if you send to Amazon for I'm trying to think of something that's benign, a backpack, a a, a gun case, 3D right? printer, a holster. Uh, printer. Yeah, definitely 3D printer. But I'm thinking more gun, firearm related, oh, okay, man, okay, Right. Okay. So yeah, let's yeah. say a holster. Let's say you send How about to an a
0: case guard a uh, case that oh, yeah,
1: you know, yeah, or an empty case guard table or something, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, if you send somebody for something like that, you're fine. Now, if you have an Amazon influencer store and you push people to your Amazon influencer store, which has site scope stocks and grips, you're screwed again. So, uh, my recommendation is to not have that stuff in your Amazon influencer store. Anything that by
0: the black and white text of policy is listed, and we're not talking, don't like have it. You, you do this, and it's the whatever they call that hook on the airplane on an aircraft carrier and you're done. Instead, right. it's, right. if you do these things, that's where you're making the decision to drive 75 miles an hour. Okay. So if you're driving 75 miles an hour, are you the car that looks like every other car in your opinion, yeah. or are you the one that yeah. is flagged by whatever and is going about to get flagged? And right. Is that a better way to say this? Like if you're yeah. doing these things, you're not going to necessarily They're- get yanked, but when,
1: We just lost G. I think. I think we lost. Oh. No, there you go. I heard you. I heard something. Yeah. Yeah, you're roboting. I got the. I think the. I think the puppy messes with the internet intentionally. Like, it's got to like move a cord or something every now and then. What I, what I was, was going to say, what I'll add, well, I guess she's trying to figure things out here. Um, what I'll add to this is, are there ways to direct? I'm going to go more broad and abstract than Sheephires' question here. So this is why we can only give so much information generally. And this is the the problem I've spoken about with, there's a lot of creator, quote unquote, creator gurus and creator helpers out there. Um, and the problem is they, they have to generalize. They have to um and you see it here with what we talk about even that we have to generalize to a certain extent so if you want a more personalized opinion um a little more personalized direction then that's going to require more than we what we can you know unfortunately offer here right because we need to be able, i need to be able to follow up with a lot of questions like specifically what are you talking about and specifically you know you know what's going on with your channel and that sort of stuff right um But I I will give you a general way to deal with links is is like I talked about earlier when we're talking about pushing off platform. So utilize your website to create a blog post that companions the video and then you can push to the blog post. Now, that's a 30,000 foot overview. It's much more nuanced than that. Um, If you push to a blog post and there's big ads on the sides that sell ammunition and you're screwed again, you're screwed. But there are ways to embed and write those blog posts in a way that is not pushing people to something, but it allows a mechanism to be in place. Maybe is the correct way to is the correct way to say that. Um, And then you're not saying, and you're not saying and you can say hey you know if you want to know more about what we talked about today uh, i've got a companion uh i got a blog post it's a great companion to this video on the website link below if you want to check out that blog post right uh, you've said nothing about the affiliate. you said nothing about you can go anywhere to buy anything. You've said nothing about any of those things, right? And so while that is not a 100% safeguard, again, way too much nuance and, and specificity involved in that. Um, that's, again, a, kind of a 30,000-foot overview of, of a safe approach and one that a lot of gun tubers and, and even big ones utilize, and they utilize very effectively um it It's also a good
0: because strategy because it allows you to have a Instagram post oh, that does the same, and a Facebook that points to it. Also, well, now you're, you're using like your we, platforms as 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 anchors and as uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, well, and like we
1: talked about with, and like we talked about with when we talked about websites, right? I mean, it's putting more content on your website. That's more things that search engines can look at and scan and scour for, and and whatever, um, and you could even take to an extent i know you're you know you've been playing around with a lot of ai and i have too um and i played around with this i mean it is not that difficult to have ai to generate a blog post on a specific topic or specific product or whatever it might be um because it doesn't have to be anything crazy um you could get ai to generate that that blog post and then a little bit of tweaking on your part, you know, five, 10 minutes max. uh, And you've got something up on the website. Now that's, you're going to have to be putting enough forethought into your videos, right? And a lot of people don't do this. You know, they may have an idea of the videos they need to get done, but they're giving no pre-thought, right? And they're not putting in laying groundwork for those videos beforehand. Uh, So that's a whole other strategy level of content creation. But if you're in that zone, then you're like, Oh, okay. I got a video coming up on, well, I'm just looking at something here on the bench, my trigger weight gauge, right? Trigger pull gauge. Uh, I got a video coming up on this trigger pull gauge. Uh, Hey, let me go write a blog post real quick, you know, or get AI to do it and then tweak it out. And then that way, when I make that video, I can then talk about that blog post right in that video. But it's the cart before the horse scenario. Like, once you make that video, <laughs> you know, um, you could, if you're not going to make that video public right away, I guess you could mention the blog post and then go make it after the fact and put the link in and do all of that. But um, utilizing your own website and, and blog posts uh, and also email. Oh, my God. Um, the power of, of email list as well. But we're getting off on some on some tangents. But, yeah, there's some. some general uh ideas on what can be done anyway
0: right about specifically linking and again asking us for a specific even if you were able to offer a specific example it would be a specific example to that scenario or that situation correct you know the, the idea is to have uh, some general 30,000 foot views and, to, and totally uh I'm
1: totally open to specific to, stuff to be, I mean just get understand
0: whatever. that it's a moving target and you're going to be adjusting yeah. things none of this is set it and forget it and if anybody tells you it's set it and forget it they're either just they're not paying attention or they're doing it wrong like they're not you know there's other ways they're, they're doing it a very right an unorthodox way that may work but it's also kind of wrong but anyway um Getting into the other ones, we'll do a little bit of a speed round here. I don't know what kind of time you got for today, but we're so still good for place. now. Okay, so Rumble. I appreciate everybody uh joining us for these longer sessions. But uh we're gonna talk nerdy about content creation. Today we're talking about YouTube, so it gets clover even more amped up. And when you talk about terms of service, it's even more so. So um well, not now we're specifically
1: talk- YouTube. We talked a little bit about Discord and Facebook, so so it's not specific, but anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rumble, yeah. So this, Rumble. Yeah, definitely, supplement. your
0: forte is well. um, but the, the YouTube side. But the Rumble. Okay, so the MC says Rumble is too awkward to structure as a supplement to YouTube for users to follow along seamlessly. Most will right. find it as a dead end. So, not just Rumble. Pretty much everything, to some extent, is. Um, but that doesn't make them not useful or not yeah. uh, effective. Or, and I'm not saying all of them are useful or effective either, but yeah definitely there's some issues with it now that being said it's the biggest and best of the things that aren't as YouTube yet you know there's value
1: there's value alone when we're talking any alternative platform I don't like Rumble I don't get many views over there I never have I don't understand I know that the infrastructure the technology the manpower I mean compared to something like YouTube I mean it's non-existent as far as Rumble is concerned Um, and so that's why it's i don't know clunky may be the word as far as a platform now there are big creators and it's because they're huge creators with millions of you know comparable millions of youtube subscribers right that have made switches to rumble and done really really well but i mean when you've got millions of youtube subscribers and you go to rumble and you're pulling you know a hundred thousand you know what i mean that's still a loss even though that's good and and smaller creators like a lot of us would go, Oh man, I'd die to have a hundred views or a hundred uh whatever, hundred thousand on Rumble. Yeah, wouldn't we all? But you're talking about huge channels, right? Huge creators being able to do that. The smaller ones, eh not so much. Um the value Uh, in alternative platforms in general is the backup capability i think i mean you've you've obviously got a presence on other platforms i highly suggest diversity of presence if nothing else Uh, but you really need a backup source for your content and not because youtube is going to delete all gun channels or anything crazy like that but in the event that something happens to your channel, something happens with a video get getting taken down, you know, something like that, you've got a, a place to point. That way those who are trying to help you, right, rectify that situation can go and see that. Because again, if you're talking about, you know, um, getting with me and trying to get me to help you, I mean, it it's really important that I'm able to to go through that video and parse it and, and look at it before I start trying to escalate something, right? Um, YouTube, you know, you contact YouTube support and all of that. They can see it. They can still pull it up. Like nothing gets deleted from YouTube permanently. Um, It it doesn't happen. Um, Keep that in mind too, because a lot of people will get a, they'll have an issue and then they'll go in and they'll edit their description or maybe it's a monetization thing and they'll go in and they'll edit the description or whatever and like, or they'll edit it after the fact. I've seen people do that, like YouTube knows, like they've got like a time capsule thing and they can see every little bit of tweak and text that's been, you know, in text or whatever that's been done on your channel since the existence of your channel. They can literally go back and see all of that. So five years ago, if you've been on as long as G-Webs, you know, and he modified a description in an obscure random video five years ago, like YouTube has the ability to go back and see what he changed. So, like, you're not gonna get away. We're not gonna one up and get away with them with with anything like that. They, they have that kind of technology. So, um, but yeah, being diversified is a it has benefit beyond. I think the whole reach. You know, how many views am I getting? Um, I mean, I think most people that's the first place they look with that. Instead of hey, this is great to uh, have an alternative source just in case I need to you know uh, go back
0: and and just add something different to it then uh and again for people that are creating content uh i guess if there's people out that are just looking to uh, monetize and to earn income there are better channels to watch because you need to think of the internet as a river and you need to be doing the fanciest most trendy dance with just a little bit of difference Uh, In order to get people who are sitting on the side of that river to pay attention to you enough to throw a quarter at you or whatever. That's a different strategy than what we're talking about here. I'm I'm addressing my comments to people who are creating channels for their own fun, for their own enjoyment, or to uh, have some uh, contribution to the Second Amendment culture online, or to share our community in some way, or even best yet, ideally, and hopefully, and being a Second Amendment activist. So for those folks, we're, we're in it for different motivations. right? And part of that is to find community online and to have places to have conversations. I wouldn't be as interested in YouTube if there weren't these, these live com- places to hang out. If this was only on Facebook, I'd have my tail between my legs and I'd be over on Facebook having these conversations because this is the most effective internet I've experienced since I've been on the internet ever is these live conversations that are broadcast live with interactivity. Like right now we have MC's comment that he wrote a while ago, but I have a timestamp and I know that he wrote that over an hour and 20 minutes ago in a comment. Like Clover said, you know, all this stuff is there so we can you know have tools and stuff. Uh, we can have comments when this thing renders into a video. I can take the video down and take the audio and make it a podcast. It's just a super useful platform. So anyway, as content creators and as people who are focused on Second Amendment stuff, maybe even activists or uh, keeping groups together or creating a group to do something like make some change in the state you're in or with an area of interest that you're uh, focused on. These other platforms can be challenges for your audience and opportunities so. Yeah, they're not perfect, and they're certainly not good for making money, and they're not an alternative. They're not some cheat code, right? And that's, I think, what we've been addressing. But they can be super interesting, and it can be an exercise for a community, a group of creative and interesting people. Like when gun channels existed for seven years, we would wail on something like a rumble. We would wail on something like a UGE tube, right? We'd go over there and play with it. Travis literally broke, what was it? Venmo or whatever. Something he broke one of them channels because he stuck his whole YouTube channel over there and they barely could handle it. Vidme, uh, vid me. So you know what I mean? Like we, there, there's things you can do with these. These are opportunities to explore, um, and that's one of the things I was going to bring up is that you know this we're we're talking how to deal with terms of service violations, but we're also talking about social platforms. And I just wanted to throw that out there that you know we we have opportunities out there even if they're not perfect right. systems and. Alternatively, think about putting like, you know, like I'm, let's say I'm doing the gun show loophole tour for a number of years and I'm driving around and I'm looking at museums and I'm uh, checking out gun shops and, you know, doing this thing with my Patreons so that, you know, a bunch of Patreons for people that don't know for a number of years, people at a Patreon level would put in what $75 a month. And we would take, I would drive around in the van and I would take that $75 and I forget, there was quite a few people we, I would drive. I was able to drive up to a gun shop and spend $50 of that 75 and then drive around, collect all this stuff. And then the other 25 was to put it into one of the flat rate box and ship it to everybody. So I would walk into a gun shop just randomly on the tour, uh, ask them if they had patches or shirts or hats. Hats are kind of big. So I usually ask about shirts or patches or something. And we would buy their logo stuff. Hopefully the stuff that they were making the most money on, and then getting their logos out there, getting the story of their shop out there. And, you know, I was doing that on Patreon. But, um, you know, there's there's uh, other projects happening. I could have used uh, Discord for maybe the van, right? The van travels, what it's like life on the road. Because I was trying to be economical by stealth camping, just camping out in the van. I have a van that looks like a delivery can't tell if it's a delivery vehicle or like a service vehicle am i there to fix the sprinklers right or am i there delivering a package or something it's just a white van so i can literally park it places uh, there's no windows on it so i can just go in the back set up shop and now it's a studio when i get tired i'm sleeping in it and i wake up it's a studio again time to get moving i'm back into travel mode so for that it was really good for uh keeping the cost down and everything but that's a whole thing like van life right So there's nothing stopping me or you from having some aspect. Maybe it's your cameras. Maybe you're all into your camera system. Maybe it's your video editing and your computer setup. Maybe it's the studio that you built. Clover's got a pretty cool studio. He could probably do a whole thing about the patches and the the lamp of the week. Or you know what I mean? Like do something about the studio. He could go out and thrift a new lamp each week. And maybe he's into lamps or pipe racks or something. And you, you you have a new pipe rack every week. And you explore that collection on not a different channel but on a different platform so that's you know hey you want to find out about my pipe rack each week i have a new one and i i go all into it over on facebook and that drives people to your facebook strategically there's a lot of power there but just as a community effort it includes the people on facebook who are like i like that guy but you know i'm not going over to youtube but i follow his pipe part over on here on you know i keep up with what he's doing because he's got the pipe stuff over here anyway i'm just throwing that out there be creative with these platforms and yeah. We're analyzing them as monetarily, I think, a little bit here and maybe terms of service, like if there are a strategy or not. But there's some other strategies some deeper ways to play these platforms and to have fun with the Internet. It is an interactive yeah. media. Well,
1: and keep this in mind, too, just real quick. I know we got to move on. We got a lot of stuff to, to questions or whatever, but keep this in mind, too. We were talking about diversifying, you know, creating a new channel or whatever. So keep this in mind, too, that when we're talking about revenue. Uh, and especially since she probably brought it up earlier, we were talking about affiliate links. Okay. Once you have the ability to do affiliate links, you can do much, much, much more than just farm related affiliate links. So maybe having that pipe channel or that lamp channel or that whatever, right? It opens up the ability for you to drop those links without any kind of, you don't have to worry about dropping a link to a freaking lamp. I mean, look, come on. Right. So, Having these other projects, other channels on other platforms, and doing various things can open up streams of revenue. So don't be don't be narrow-minded. Well, just because you are a quote-unquote gun tuber, don't be narrow-minded that you can't pursue other things. I've got the card channel, for example, uh, C A R D card channel, um, and I use affiliate links for stuff related to to that project right um you know i use the uh, tech related affiliate links and stuff on the guntuber academy with the stuff i do there so um
0: yeah just saying that that is an option so honda's out there and cool. he's got a great point saying that he dual streams to, and you can that's the thing we're using StreamYard, which is software that you can use for free or you can pay 25 bucks a month it's not inexpensive but it's there's worse things out there Uh, But anyway, it's a service that you pay for. It allows us this room, and I can click Honda's uh, thing up here. I can star it and put it in a little folder and stuff. So it's got some pretty useful tools here, but it also allows us to stream. So right now we're streaming to the Gun Websites YouTube channel, the GunTuber Academy YouTube channel, and the Daily Gun Show YouTube channel. But I could just as easily have put in like a Twitter, a, a LinkedIn any yep. three and one of the three can be rumble. And I don't think about it because it's a little bit more complicated. And I'm super lazy, but what Honda does is he streams dual streams instead of to two YouTube channels, one YouTube channel and his rumble channel. And then he can end his YouTube portion. And I could probably, I never thought about it, but I can turn these streams off. So that's kind of interesting. And that's a way to have actually for Patreon and stuff. That's an interesting way to to play with this. I'm going to start doing it. I think. So have your presentation part of the show, let's say, maybe 15 minutes even on your YouTube channel. And now it creates an effective YouTube video and then go ruin, ruin rumble. Who cares about rumble? But what kills a YouTube channel is these seven hour videos that you know, people watch four seconds of. And just your, your view time goes to nothing. And you know that metric yeah. is wailed it's on. True. So, wow, that's a really super strong strategy there. But for him, it allows him to then do the finish his comment. I've been dual streaming on YouTube and Rumble, and I've been ending my show on YouTube and doing the spicy content on Rumble that would get me a strike on YouTube. And he's had a little experience. He does more of the political and the conspiracy, and so he'll play around or screw around, and then they'll get him. Uh, We haven't really talked about too much. Honda has to deal with this way more than I have to. And I don't know about Clover as much. I don't follow your stuff enough to know if you're dealing with this. I know you have in the past, but you create something on YouTube and your comments are yours. Guess what? They're a part of your video. So the comments are happening. So you're sitting there talking about X, Y, Z and your comments are spinning off about blah, blah, blah. Well, now your video is about X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. Right. And if you, post a video and you just ignore your YouTube channel and a bunch of com- people hang out in your comments of some video about XYZ again and now they're talking about blah, blah, blah and YouTube doesn't like all that but you're not paying attention to it. And it just keeps, let's say, festering over there. You know, they're just okay. using your thing to have some weird blah, blah party. Well, guess what? You're either fostering it or whatever. So YouTube wants you to delete that or do something. I imagine like, you said, like Clover said, they watch everything you're doing. So if you're over there monitoring and you just miss it, that's one thing. But if you're just allowing a place to to get gross well they're either going to do something they're either going to start deleting them or you right or both yeah. so um, yeah so that's interesting uh
1: well you can't so- allow your you can't allow the audience to dictate or distort the context of the video, right? Like that's that's awesome. Yeah. And like like
0: a trailer that's following along and it's, it's the same thing as you're doing no big deal, but as soon as they start doing other things, then you're dragging all that other stuff behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that can happen. And that that can happen even,
1: even without any nefarious or malicious activity that can happen. I can't tell you. No, exactly. And that's why I was saying. The The video I've got where, the vast majority of the comments are sparked because people didn't get the point of the video. Like I didn't do a good job with context or I didn't do a good job conveying the message or what I was talking about. Oh, okay. um, you know, I kind of take responsibility to an extent for some of that. Uh, but the comments you, you go through and you look at the comments and that it frames the video when you start reading those in a whole different light. And it's like, well, this isn't right. Cause this is not what I meant, you know?
0: Like, I wasn't thinking so much the way like it was that
1: supposed to be so
0: you that, that's know, another element of it. yeah yeah i was thinking more of like if honda's in there going live and he's got eight people in there and they're just you know it's in the evening and they're bs and it's more of a conversation than uh yeah. you know paying attention and now the comments go spurring off into blah 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 right and you don't even realize or whatever and it ends or it keeps going or whatever right? you're just not paying attention that's the kind of stuff that Honda is going to have to deal with more because he's dealing with politics and edgy topics and conspiracy stuff. So he's talking about this. It's adjacent to that. And somebody decides to start ranting about this or that. And then there's a fight. And then, you know, so he's got to worry about, like, just some weird stuff in the comments that typically if you're just yeah. doing normal stuff, then you're not dealing with that sort of like on the highway. If you're driving the highway during rush hour well, expect to not get going very far, you know, because everybody's going to be out there. If you're going on the highway during the day between rush hours, well, you're probably pretty effective. If you go on the highway at 2 a.m., it's probably going to be some drunks out there. You might be just delivering something or getting your thing done or that's the time when you're off work or whatever. you got a reason to be there, and it's, you know, a nice old clear highway. But realize there's a lot of drunks out there, too, coming home from the bars drunk. So that's just a factor. So when you're over there talking about politics, be prepared for some crazy person to come flying into your comments and distract and lay down a bunch of weird words. So anyway, so that's what I guess I'm getting at is that that does give Honda a way to take those conversations that might be too risque for whatever's happening on YouTube and uh, take them to a platform that isn't so in thing. And then he followed up with, he's getting more views on rumble. And that's where I was going to say, especially for his topics, talking about news of the day politics, Uh, reaction to stuff that's happening, uh, events and stuff. Those are the people that got those topics are of some of the channels that were huge and got kicked off of YouTube for whatever violation or conflict or whatever. And then they went to these alternative platforms and are the anchor locations there. You know, they're the Walmart and all the other channels that are going to do something similar to a Walmart are going to do great. But if you're next to the Walmart and you're the I don't know, the, the carpet shampoo bulk supplier. Like, okay, some people might need bulk carpet shampoo, but most people are not looking for you. You might as well do, you know, go get a location in the industrial area. But if you're the pizza place, have lunch here, leave your kids here and play video games while you go into Walmart and shop, you know, that right. place might have a real good job over there. Right. So when right. Honda's over there right. uh, putting his content down next to those giant channels, they've already got those audiences over there. Now that's why I'm I'm not making an excuse, but I think that's a reason why Honda's probably conducive or like going mm-hmm. along with the people that are oh, over yeah. at Rumble. If if I was gonna put down a video about like well, how to have the best YouTube uh, you know, explainer video on Rumble, yeah, nobody's over there watching YouTube videos on you know, specifically videos on how to YouTube over on Rumble. It's the wrong audience.
1: Yeah. Well, and as we pointed out, we pointed out multiple times. I mean, you know, we primarily when we talk about the stuff we're talking about, we're talking about in the context of a gun tuber, right? Not somebody talking popular flavor or, you know, political or, you know, conspiracy type stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, totally different situation uh, with some of these alternative platforms, for sure. I don't know what you're doing.
0: And that's that we've seen these alternative platforms I mean, I mean, like, I watched it from full and on uh, gun or tube.org is there, and uh, the uh, e tube is still there uh, from the original. And you know, gun streamers back and forth, it's on again. And it, what full 30 has morphed into juicy or something, Jukesie. yeah. But uh, you know, we've seen all these start, and when they start um you know they start with different roars and bangs and they start in responses to and they either start uh, anticipating a, a sweep or a migration or a exodus right or they happen to be just at their you know right size growth to accept somebody in and maybe their marketing or something gets somebody in so that they you know, they get that person that leads a bunch of other channels off of a big platform or something. So when people get kicked off, like Howard Stern got kicked off a radio or something, right, and had to go to satellite radio, like that's in the real life world where we see that kind of migration happens. Um, I don't know whatever happened with Rush Limbaugh, maybe he got pushed around from radio stations or something, I don't know. But you know, that kind of stuff, the equivalent of that over here is, you know, these people getting pushed around on platforms and stuff. And when they do, the you know like I say we've kind of been in the know watching stuff watching coaching channels literally the whole time and definitely being in conversations through the rise of most of those Clover was hosting a Thursday show where a bunch of content creators would get together and coach each other like have you know therapy sessions talking about stuff and uh you know in the conversations there we sort of saw you know and experienced what it's like for these these chat platforms so it's they're not things that are over there, like they're all just people putting stuff together, having ideas, and they come and go. Some of them have lasted a little bit longer, but you know they're all what they are. So use them as resources, I guess, is what I'm actually getting at there. Yep. Okay, so then Ghost says, I just wanted to, YouTube to be consistent. He wants it to be easy. That's all I ask. I don't care if the others are getting away with things. Just be consistent. So that's when we were talking about the, the you know, other people are speeding on the highway doesn't give you the authority to and when you get nabbed you don't get to use it as an excuse and at the same time not everyone's going to get nabbed all the time so it's tough to you know you have to understand when you're doing something that's you know a little bit more than what you should be but um you know there's a consequence to it so as far as being consistent i don't know i'm not trying to make excuses for youtube it's just that i do have some understanding i think of the the scale and the, the difficulty with the number of people and it's just Difficult to be consistent.
1: It's the same as trying to say, "Oh, I wished I." You know, it's like if, if we equate it that to the speeding, right? Let's let's give another context because he elaborates. He said, "I'm talking about how they enforce different things on my videos." So I don't care what happens uh, to other channels to an extent; uh, just do the same thing on my videos. So um, that's like saying every single time that I speed, I need to get pulled over. Almost right, yeah. No,
0: that's perfect. Yeah, that's really
1: do you really want to not be paying attention? We all do it, or whatever the case may be, or you legit don't know what the speed limit is. You pulled off onto a road, like every time that speedometer goes above the speed limit, you get pulled over. Like that's like a hassle, right? So, that's that's one aspect. The the next thing that I would say to that, every time you're
0: eating an ice cream cone, shaving, and light a cigarette, you're gonna get pulled over.
1: And I'm preaching to ghosts here a little bit because I can, but um. You know, what I would say about the the you know, the consistency of enforcement in relation to a person's you know, a person's videos, there's two things I'd say about that. The first is inconsistency works both ways. And I know Ghost understands this. So understand that if, if YouTube can get it wrong by allowing your video to stay up when it may be violating community standards. Um, the same as they can get it wrong and taking it down because they think it violates community standards when it, when it doesn't. Inconsistency can work both ways, right? So we, first of all, we have to recognize that. The second thing, and this is a huge deal, um, is when G23 alluded to it earlier, I think we'll get to his comment on it and, and some other people. Um, context, 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 right? Are you saying the same things in the videos or sometimes do you slip up? Right. Because you're going, Oh man, I, you know, I don't know what the problem is. I didn't have a problem with this video and this scope, but then I did a video over here with this different brand of scope. And now I've got a problem. Well, you said something different in that video. Maybe you said, Oh, go check them out over there at opticscompany.com." Like again, what we talked about monetization, you can't do that. Right. So. Maybe there's a subtlety somewhere where you you think that the inconsistency is on YouTube's part, but the inconsistency is actually on your context, your delivery, your presentation. You yes, variation in your in your content. Yeah, and you'll see a lot of channels. Um, you know, I worked with one uh, that got hacked here. You know, I don't know a month or two ago or something now, and I was really amazed at the way that this particular creator. They've got a flow chart basically with every single video like is this is how they do it, (laughs) you know, Um, and they've got a good following. I don't remember exactly their subscriber count and the views they get, but it's not a small channel. And, you know, they're successful. You would think, okay, part of us is like as creators, we're all individuals and we're all different. But part of you would would say part of me wants to say, well, that's just boring. Right. Same thing over and over and over. Um, But then, you know, to talk to them, that gives them peace of mind because they do things the same exact way. They say use the same exact words. They say the same exact things. They don't go off on these on these tangents that potentially will, you know, they say one thing. I can't tell you the number of times I've watched a five minute video, eight minute video that some creators got a problem. And they're fine, and they're fine, and they're fine, and they're fine. And they get up into the the last 30 seconds or one minute, and they say something. It's like, oh, my God, you did great through that entire video. And then here at the end, you've said something that's potentially, you know, one, two or three words or whatever. That's potentially problematic. It's like if you would have just shut the video off 30 seconds earlier, you'd have been fine. Let me interrupt
0: you for two things, then. One of the questions I had was, this all applies to live? Also, I guess.
1: Mm, to an extent To an extent
0: Okay, and then the second one is like, As far as monetization
1: As far as monetization on a live None of that, none of what you say or do Really matters until it gets into replay And then it, it, then it can be problematic Well, that's what um, I mean
0: Because essentially a, yeah. a live If you deleted it, who cares If it goes to rumble and you delete it, I guess who cares But I'm I'm assuming that most people are going to allow the live To, to yeah. uh, render into a video And now it's a video like any other video So then that's why I assumed yes would be the answer. So then follow-up. Certain things you can say
1: or do that they will kill the stream. That would be a community-related issue, but yeah.
0: Well, okay, but that's beyond. What I guess I was going to say, though, is what you just mentioned there, you have a great stream, and then at the end you make a mess up or whatever. If you let that render and you go in and edit it, is that good to go, or is it the knowledge, do they just look at it as, nope, you made a mistake, It's therefore you have to delete it or nothing? Can you edit that bad part out and leave the ninety percent good there as a good not video? if they
1: hit it not if they've hit it with a community strike no it's gone no 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 I, okay
0: that's a good question no I just meant like oh dang at the end I didn't like it I'm gonna let it render and an hour later I'm gonna chop the end off and mm-hmm. it'll just only the people that have ever seen it are the people that were there live essentially mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's okay and they're not gonna go back and penalize you because of the deleted part
1: correct yeah if you usually i mean obviously don't know
0: everything but yeah yeah
1: Yeah, that would be a monetization related issue so this goes into replay it's yellow you know you appeal it they're like you know or whatever you know what the problem is you pretty much know oh that part at the end was why it's yellow and then so you go in and you you chop that or whatever
0: like before there's even anything. I'm oh, before you even floor. like apply? Yeah, 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 you, you yeah. You just realize better. you did something crazy. You let it even render yeah. in an hour and you chop it off. They don't they don't ever penalize you for what you chopped off because they know it happened. What they're gonna see is the, the rendered video doesn't have it. So no issue going mm-hmm.
1: forward. Right, moving okay. forward. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so then, uh, appreciate it, let me cut you off there. So no, you're fine. B23 is saying, can you clarify what you should do or say? when cleaning or doing a cleaning video or an inspection yeah. video and what you can do on camera with modifications. And yeah, I imagine to, this is what you were just referencing a minute ago, right?
1: Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for being specific with that, by the way, G23, be still out there. Uh, Cause that's what it's about. Like I said, it's hard to generalize things. Um, but this is specific to a couple of different instances. So uh, context. So if you're looking to game this system, uh and you're like, oh well I've got all these AR fifteen parts and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm cleaning and maintaining and whatever, but actually I'm gonna be using code words and subservient language and, you know, trying to skate the rules on building a a firearm by saying it's this, right? So, you know, there's a certain amount of intent, certain amount of truthfulness and 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 everything that kind of goes into everything. So let's let's take that you know, I'm trying to be shady with the policy and put that on a shelf that doesn't apply in this situation and it's like okay you're, you're legit want to uh, you're going to be legit cleaning a firearm or uh, some type of a i wouldn't even use the term modification that would be first of all um, so one of the things is to reinforce what you're doing with the context and with the language and what you're talking about so today we've got this particular firearm and, you know, we're going to show you, you know, how to field strip this thing down, uh, you know, and clean it up, you know. And why would you want to do that? Well, you know, cleaning and maintenance is a very important part of firearm ownership. Want we'll to make sure our firearms are, are well maintained and safe, obviously. yeah. You know, today we're going to, today we're going to do that, right? So you started off, and you've added the you've added more context. Not just we're going to clean this, but why should you clean it, right? And the why should you clean it is the reason. There's that exception in policy, right? Is because we get firearms that aren't cleaned and maintained become dangerous, and we don't want anybody as, as response safe, responsible firearm owners. Obviously, we don't want uh, people out there, you know, handling uh, handling unsafe safe firearms, and we don't want anybody to have an accident for sure. And so, um, you know, frame that context. When you start talking about uh, about parts, about uh, add-ons, about accessories, about uh, upgrades, uh, again, I wouldn't use the term modification. That would be my first rule on that is to completely get away from that altogether. Um, so, the one of the best ways is just to not show how to install it. So, firearm without the whatever accessory today we're going to you know check out this thing hold it in your hand you know whatever it might be uh on this particular firearm next scene it's on the firearm right that's one way uh of going about uh a video where you're talking about some type of accessory or something like that right something that could be um could be considered modification right um and let me back up and say that that you know when we're talking about this, you can get dinged on a video monetarily or community wise and not do anything wrong. So even though you put things within context, even though, you know, it's not, it's not problematic for whatever reason, the AI picks up on it. The human reviewer picks up on the same thing, you know, and then you've got to try to go through the recourse avenues and, and deal with that, right? It's possible. Um, but, The next thing I would see is anytime you're talking about an accessory, right, or an upgrade or something like that, again, stay away from modification, Um, I would caveat that. I do, and I would suggest you caveat that by pointing out, because policy says this, uh, you know, policy talks about how, we read it earlier, um, about how um, a part enhances the functionality right um that's a that's an issue right that's like a descriptor so like as long as it a a part or an accessory doesn't change the like the factory function so if i put a a red dot on for example um that it's still a semi-automatic whatever caliber or a bolt action or of whatever it is right like that hasn't changed Like, it still operates the same way it did from the factory. It still operates that way. So, you know, I try to use language to that extent that says, hey, today we're going to take a look at this. We're going to put this on and try it out. Now, keep in mind, you know, this doesn't affect the way that this machine works, right? It's still, you know, this caliber. It's still one trigger pull, one shot, blah, blah, blah. However you want to word that, right? Uh, You've got to... And I think that's important. It's too. like a disclaimer. Kind of, but you want to verbally say it. I see people that put things on the screen and it's like, just stop with putting things on the screen. Like people don't read that.
0: Well, boilerplate, like it's, it's, Yeah. consider that part of your template right like you're yeah you need to weave it you want to have this included
1: yeah there's a difference between i'm going to just put up a splash screen image with some text or if you've got some kind of boilerplate pre-roll thing you did um it's better to integrate your your explanation your context all of that stuff your caveat It's, it's better to integrate that into the video itself naturally um, yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. So the way everybody approaches that is going to be a little bit different.
0: Better uh, necessary rule of thumb, like uh, pretty, uh, what's the word? Like uh, mandatory strategy, you know, where do you, where does it fall on the spectrum?
1: As far as being able to provide that context and the caveat and everything.
0: I mean, you're, I'm I'm saying, I just want to put it in context. Like it's maybe not like you have to do it, but if you're not doing it, you're risking something like I'd consider. Oh, that. I would yeah. say,
1: I would, I would almost say it's mandatory. And and well, because yeah. it's, it's, there's multiple levels. So here's the thing, like it, are you, so is your channel is all you want to do with your channel? I mean, are you, do you want new firearm owners? Do you want people that maybe are are pursuing information in the grand scale of becoming new firearm owners? Do you care about those people watching your video? Um, Because if you do, then you're providing more value by adding that context and those caveats, right? Because those are natural questions people can have. Oh, you're going to put this part on this firearm and people are going, whoa, why would I put that part on that firearm? Or you're going to take this firearm apart to to check out a certain component to see if it's worn right which would be a safety uh concern a maintenance safety concern like whoa why are you taking that apart why why do we have to look at that well because this is in this this is prone to wear and that's a safety issue and it can cause this problem and blah 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 right so the explanations the caveats the context right um it only adds value to that video so i would say because it puts you into a safer space or safer category when it comes to policy compliance it's also it's also recipe for a better video contextually and educationally
0: right on. i dig that last part a lot so i was gonna i'll interrupt you all the time but i put in here so that it didn't interrupt you earlier. Um, what it sounds like you're doing there is very similar to when you're educating the AIs. My best friend's in AI, so I know all about this now. You uh, need to educate the thing, you have to train it. So in this case, the machine is the infrastructure of whatever it is, like the, uh, the uh, review process, and then the manual review and the evaluation, and then the meetings that Uh, imagine the system. really doesn't matter what the system is, because nobody knows what it is, but you can imagine when you have a giant system uh, that you're letting people post videos to and you create some rules for it, you're going to have some people that enforce those rules and they're going to get some kind of system. So we can either think of that as a rigid thing that we have to react to, or we can understand that we are a part of that whole dynamic, and since it is changing interactions, right, our interacting with it so um the way that you're describing that there every time someone human at some level a human's going to look at this video and decide wait what now and then they're going to see all this stuff said and i mean that's outreach that's that's more than just activism is in the big picture although it is to some extent but it's it's enabling our community to be normalized, to be better understood, and to be less infringed on is for lack of a better word. You know, it's not that dire, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's normalizing guns on the platform, which is the steps that need to be taken if you expect something to change. You know, they don't have any obligation to just go, I figured it out. Guns are blah, blah, blah. Now this is safe. We have to explain that to them. And the way you explain that to them is the stuff that Clover just mentioned there. At least i wanted to add that angle yeah. to it that we're essentially educating their system months from now years from now once they've figured out what gun safety with guns is because the only message they're getting from the media is safety is without guns right once they understand that there's safety with guns and that that's necessary and integral then they're more comfortable yeah. as humans and can go oh well now i see where i'm being misled by these others who suggest that I I'd bet I'd yeah. read, I'm not capable and I should be ignorant. That's actually going to be offensive to most people. Okay, I'll shut up. I'm not trying to be an activist, but it happens. Yeah.
1: No, I got you. All it's right. Valuable. Um, it's, valuable. it's valuable.
0: Just leave it So So, uh, thanks for the questions on that one. Uh, so, we can't answer you specifically, but you gave us a chance to, to riff there. So, specific questions about suppressors uh, from MC, we kind of addressed that one in another one, I think. So, Christopher had said, uh, What about saying if you want to see the full video, check out Discord and then have a Rumble link in the Discord? So, I as far as the specific that. this and that and the other, um, it, you can fill in the blank. What about jumping to Instagram and then saying to go to this? So, is it the two steps or is it the, the fact that you're motivating them to just to the verbiage to, to go yeah. around policy? Hey, you want to go around policy? Then this is yep. the way to go.
1: Right. Verbiage and motivations. Or whatever, right?
0: Motive. So it's not so Verbit much the steps, motive. it's the way that you yes, exactly. give people the incentive well, to take Well,
1: here's that the thing. So, so I can go over to your grandmother's house and I can beat on the door and I can say, you know, and she, you know, call her all kinds of names in the book and demand that she gives me the apple pie recipe. If it's not, I'm going to kick her in her old stomach and go pillage through her cabinet and get it anyway, because I'm getting it regardless. It's my way or the highway. Just be hateful, right? Or I can go over your and and that's going to be problematic on multiple levels, right? Assault, battery, burglary, it's going to piss G-Webs off because his friend went over and harassed his grandmother. Or I can go over there and I can politely knock on the door and she answers and I can be polite and tell her how much I, I really enjoy the apple pie and I would be honored if she'd be willing to you know let me have that recipe i would love to try to you know make it myself and you know and maybe come in and sit down and have some lemonade and and talk about the recipe even and everything's cordial and civil right like both of those would it would potentially accomplish the goal of getting the apple pie recipe right but which one is which one is the best route to go right and so like look at it in in that perspective like can i say this in a in a better way can i say this in a less suspect way can i say this in a way that's that's more low-key right that sort of thing and that's why i said you know when you're talking about whether you're pushing somebody to a different platform or you're pushing somebody to a blog post on your website which is what i highly recommend then you know do it as a companion like, hey, you know, if you want to, you know, if you want to learn more about this, because we see this all the time. I watch a lot of sci- uh, science-related, space-related stuff, and there's Stream, There's quite a few different services in the educational sector, and they're constantly pushing to their stuff over there to learn more, right? Because over there, it's not a five-minute video. It's a two-hour video, right? So it's like, hey, if you're interested in this and, you you know, and you want to learn more about this or whatever, you know, it's the same as them saying, "Hey, go check out our, you know, uh, presentation uh, on this topic over on Curiosity Stream." You could say the same thing, like, "Hey, if you and if you want to know more about this product and and what we did with it or work with or what we did, then um, yeah, I'll have a link below to my b- blog post. Go check that out, and it'll give you, you know, a lot more in-depth information. Blah 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 blah. Right? So there's there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to, like I said, mind how you say things i'm
0: going to try to do because we're two hours plus and i guess i would do it for i've actually doing a saturday no so what i'm saying i've started doing a friday workshop so in order to stack my uh, tasks uh, i'm going to start putting together my friday uh, weekly wrap-up start putting that together on fridays in a workshop so if somebody wants to come in and chat about these kind of nerdy topics, I'll be doing a task anyway. So I'm making us another time during the week so that uh, we can get more into this stuff. So in order that we don't go too long, let's just try to do speed rounds so that we're not blowing off all these questions. Because I still have eight of them in here and they're decent. These could all be questions yeah. for a future show, topic for a future show. Yeah. Let us, uh, we need a topic for next week. Leave us some ideas for topic for next week unless Clover's got one on in mind uh you know we're shopping for a topic so first question mc said right ghost, with sending off my channel to another channel would that be a matter of context uh trying not trying to sell but just inform not sure if i'm reading that right but uh speed answer uh yeah so send people from your channel to another channel not off of youtube yeah. but to another channel I think that's a great idea have more than one channel uh next yeah. slab lab what is the best platform social media to post firearm content in would telegram be a better alternative i know nothing about telegram they telegram zero. is more peer-to-peer so think of like a, 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 a texting or a messaging on steroids it gives you the opportunity to do some some text message or what's the group, group yeah. texting essentially but Uh, It's very good for secure and for getting information out there. It's a good skill to have for a group, and it's a good contact medium. But no, not for reaching new people. Yeah, reach. And and not for backup. It's actually a pretty annoying uh, tool. You want to turn off the auto save. Telegram will save every image somebody sends you, and that can be spammy. Mm Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to say reach is the metric that I would say that the vast majority of people want to look at, you know, with a platform Um, and, and reach in the sense of, you know, obviously within the context of what they're doing. I mean, you may not be able to achieve that reach on, let's say, a huge platform like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. So there may be an alternative you have to go to that for what you're doing provides the the better reach but I, i'm going to tell you now as far as gun tube, and this is what this is I, I keep coming back to this because it's important that we stay more specific to you know the gun tuber realm because that's what these conversations tend to entail i mean everybody out there in the chat is a, is pretty much is a gun tuber so um policy is not hard to follow on youtube it's really not it's not hard to get by um so YouTube is where it's at, but I'm a YouTube apologist, so that's obviously going to be my answer. Moving on. Now, I don't know if I've talked it's to showing, Boomstick. It's
0: showing the tube.
1: I know. I don't know if I've talked to Boomstick in the past, but Boomstick says uh, I've gotten, and I apologize for all that because I talked to so many people, like hours a day literally, uh, but Boomstick says I've gotten six warnings and two strikes from YouTube. Each time YouTube said I was trying to sell guns and ammo. Well, actually, no, there weren't. They were citing a, a part of policy. Um, which might have been that, but it also could have been something else because that part of policy has about six commas in it, which is problematic. Um, uh, he says, which is complete nonsense. Well, they said that the fact that they said that is not complete nonsense because that's what they're seeing for whatever reason. Um, and says, in fact, one of the videos I even say the gun is not for sale again, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not punching this guy in the face, whap. Like, well, that doesn't. Matter. You just punched the guy in the face, whether you said you did it or not. Um, so, my my advice here is recourse is follow up. Because does YouTube get things wrong? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you need to? Do, do you? Are there people that just give up that get six warnings and two strikes, and each time they get it, they just give up. They never say anything to anybody, unless they're saying it to just complain. Um, yeah, that happens all the time, you know.
0: Um in other if, words, YouTube you... could be grinding a specific circumstance or set of circumstances into the ground, and since nobody complains, it doesn't know there's an issue mm-hmm. and it exactly. keeps grinding that issue.
1: Yeah. Exactly. There's so if no you think that
0: deal, the grease ever.
1: if you think that there's a problem, then we need to do a channel audit, we need to do a video audit. Um, you know, that's happening to you. If you're getting uh, warnings, takedowns, strikes, um, then you definitely, definitely need an alternative place that you need to be uploading your stuff. Uh, and then when that happens, you need to say, Hey, Clover, take a look at this. You know, what do you, what do you think? Right. Uh, and we can figure it out because I, I can tell you, I, you know, I get people that do some, they're doing some cringe things that they don't realize they're doing. Like, they're doing things that I know are problematic that YouTube keys in on, the AI keys in on, whatever, right? And you may not even realize that you're doing it, right? So to you, okay, yeah, everything feels benign. It feels like you're following the rules. You know, you're used to firearms, and you're used to dealing with firearms, and you don't see any problem. With them, and you know, you're used to saying the words you say and using the words you use because the vast majority of your audience they understand what you're saying and this, that, and the other. But then you got to realize YouTube is a much larger place, and so sometimes it, it's again, we get back into that context and other things. Sometimes context gets lost or whatever, uh, and that creates problems. So, but it's very important that if you're having issues, you seek out recourse in some way, shape, form, or fashion. That way, if those uh, issues are unwarranted, YouTube can has the atten- uh, has the um, opportunity to self correct, and YouTube does quite often self
0: correct. So you've you've dealt with a bunch of people as like the mediator or like the facilitator for some stuff. And I'm going to cite a scenario here, and you can tell me how often or if this is completely crazy and never happens. So you're out there in a competitive environment with a bunch of people or may not be able and you're doing something and you're doing it and just like anybody you know you're driving 75 in the 60 right or the 65 whatever it is and you're going the speed of traffic uh there's i'm going to shift analogies there's the two-story houses and then there's the every once in a while there's a three-story tower three-story house some people want to have the tallest building in town but they're not able or willing to put another story on their building so they'll just knock down all the three-story buildings, and now their two-story building is the tallest building in town. So if there's people out there that aren't willing or able to do anything, or they see the easiest route is to knock you down to get to wherever they want to go, you're we're on an environment where that's the thing. So what Clover's talking about, how many times have somebody gone in and discovered that, oh, I'm getting flagged you yeah, you're getting flagged by somebody every single time you do this, but we figured out that there's nothing on your account that should be flagged. You're probably getting harassed. Therefore, we're going to put a harassment tag, blah, blah, blah. And now it's eliminated, alleviated. The person who's doing it, the person who's pulling the fire alarm or whatever, who is either, you know, scared or whatever, doesn't like the look of your face or is like, you're doing better than them and they're not able. I mean, we're in, especially as you grow in size, we think everybody's going to love you. Like they either love you or they leave you alone. No, <laughs> that's not the case. So when you contact the, the service and let them know what's going on, hey, I, I'm, this is weird. Every time I start the, the thing, the fire alarm goes off. Oh, okay, well why don't we lock the back door for you? And now it's not happening anymore. Or you know some equivalent. Let's tag your site as like you know this person or this region or whatever this group. Um, that's right. Okay, my. That's another layer to this. And if you're just getting a fire alarm pulled, you're like, "Oh, this is ridiculous." The electrical system in this place is shot. Yeah, we got some goofy kids that want to smoke every third period, and they're going to pull the fire alarm every third period. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, next up, speaking of pulling the fire alarm, so you can go smoke every third period. uh, Ghost says, "Interesting, left." I know there are certain countries that do not allow certain types of YouTube videos to be in their space. Yeah, I call yep. those the jerk countries, bunch of jerks. But yeah, that's definitely the case. Oh, yeah. Um, does there's ever, like, since this country can't handle it, we're just not going to handle it. So that way we can be in that country. Like, it doesn't really happen with YouTube too much, but there are other things that you'll come across where it's like, what do you mean I can't whatever? Well, they can't do that and blah, 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 so we just don't allow it. And, you know, StreamYard might be a good example of that. Like, they're an international thing, and they're not, like, YouTube, so they may bend or you know take a knee to certain dumb things and you know some country goes oh you know what now the internet needs to pay us 15 bucks so blah 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 and now all of a sudden there's a 15 tax on your thing and you're like what's up with that oh well we're going to pay this country 15 bucks because they asked for it yeah. So, yeah, that can be a thing sometimes yep large platforms it will be interesting to see what congress tries to do to TikTok. Oh, oh so simple let's take on congress and platforms but seriously speed round what do you think mcs this one
1: um very likely that that uh, we see and i don't know i don't i can't foretell the future but you know tick was based in the u.s it'd be a much different conversation than what it is now so we're dealing with a much don't compare TikTok to youtube facebook instagram is is where i'm going with that and what congress is doing and everything um and before it's all said and done, we may see TikTok headquartered in the U.S. If it's if it's a matter of they got to do that versus it's not going to be available in the U.S., the U.S. blacklist, Congress blacklisted for some reason, um, I would think TikTok would probably just headquarter in the U.S. and be done it, it, with the popularity of the platform anyway.
0: Yeah, I've been playing around with TikTok more, watching some of the people I know that are on there. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into the TikTok. I get it. China's not so bad. It's It's weird. It's It's weird. TikTok's weird to me. But yeah, Discord. So, question. Discord, I still don't like, but uh, serve Duo. I do use Discord a lot. I'm about ten. I have about ten servers and talk on it all day. So, ironically, we just said that. So, I get it. Yeah, I totally understand the power of it, and that's why I use the Gilded, even though it's creepy and all Dungeons and Dragon version of Discord but it's got a public side, so I dig it. I can have Discord or gilded open, just the same way Discord is just a way to have, essentially it's a chat on steroids. It's a place where you can have a chat for each topic that you might wanna have. You can have six different projects and and organize them in different ways and invite different people to the different things. And then within that topic or that area of discussion, you can have more elaborate rooms or more Detailed areas of discussion. So it's really good for organizing projects and giant campaigns and like group things and just having communities get together. I understand the power of it. It's just the fact that you have to have the secret knock and you have to go get in. That for me, here's the problem with that. How many Clovers have seen this happen over and over and over? I mean, I'm, I started playing around on the Internet in 97, and I knew that the Internet was being used before that. And the people that were using the internet before 97 were all butthurt that AOL happened. And when AOL moved into MySpace and MySpace moved into Facebook, people were all butthurt all the time when things come and go. So people spend their time and effort creating massive, neat, interesting, valuable, creative, and useful uh, projects online. Like the forums were massive. They were super cool. And they were run by individuals and they would get really solid and they would be used and the forums were massive. And then YouTube happened and Facebook happened and nobody even knows what I'm talking about with a forum anymore. And then they lost all their funding and they got reset three three or four times. They got sold to link farms and all the data that made them awesome is gone. And all the people that were there is that history is gone, except for the Internet archives, you know, forums are a thing of the past. But there's power there. And I've seen that come and go. And discord, there's a lot of effort being put into discord. And Discord will go, we don't like that you're selling fish. Click. You know, we don't like you. Click. Oops. Click. <coughs> so do all that work on a website. Do all that work publicly. I know that sometimes the creepy stuff or whatever, I could care less about that. Go do your creepy stuff in private. But the stuff that's valuable, the stuff that's even frivolous, do that stuff publicly. Share it. That's what the sharing the Internet and everything is all about. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> I'm having a coughing fit. All right, still having a coughing fit, so I'll try to get this out. Uh, Shefer says, "Thank you. How do we direct our audience then to our affiliates, like Amazon, or do we just mention our website?" Do Barry hit this one?
1: Yeah, we covered that earlier. So a blog post as a companion would be my suggestion.
0: And then Mike said, "Monetization versus non monetization: the pro and cons of both." Sure, let's get into that. Hopefully we covered some of that today, at least yeah. adjacently to that. But again, if that's a if that's a suggestion for a topic uh, for a future show, <coughs> I'm down. Uh, we got to pay Come for on. this stuff. for a capitalist. If you can't have fun making money, then I'm sorry for you. Capitalism is super fun, and if you got an issue oh. with people making money, then what the hell? Like, did you grow up not being in the scout troop, competing with other scout troops? I think sports had to raise money. They didn't get their. Oh, yeah. I know the hockey kids were always moping that their hockey equipment costs money. Right. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's capitalism. It's fun. And without competition and without some fun, then again, I'm sorry for you. If you need to have an audience, if you need to sit in a chair, it be more comfortable watching TV. You know, you don't get no challenges you to get up off your chair from when you're watching TV. Unless you're watching the. During condo exercise show, you know, you're going to be encouraged to just sit there and absorb their programming. But on the fun, interactive in nature of the internet, let's uh, let's move some resources around. I'm going to say every single time I have the option, every single gun shop should be sponsoring their DC project representative, and I'll go further and say their girl in a gun club, because those ladies are doing the work and they're doing it on their dime on their time, so these ladies are moms and grandmas and sisters and daughters are taking time away from their own families to go be representatives to our representatives, right? To be the face of the new gun community. And they're doing this on their own money and they're taking time away from their families. These ladies should be held on our shoulders and, and being in the nicest hotels. There should be some, cha- some uh, you know, thankfulness. And that's so easy to accomplish. They got how many gun shops in town or in a state? Right. If every gunshot gave ten bucks, that lady would never have to spend a dime of her own money. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. But go ahead. Interactive. Um, monetization,
1: <laughs> monetization versus non-police monetization, pros and cons. All right, brutally honest moment here. Um, there is there are very few uh, reasons to go the non-monetized route. Uh, if you're talking about you specifically YouTube, right? Um, very few reasons, and uh, if any. Like, the only reason I can come up with is it, it it may help you better be able to push affiliate links, sponsorships, and things of that nature, depending on what those are, because that's what we talked about. It, there's certain classifications of things that are uh, problematic and, both monetization as well as community policy right if you violate community policy it doesn't matter if you're monetized or not that gets you kicked off the platform right so it gives you a little more freedom uh to stay on the platform right um it gives you a little more freedom to be able to lean into the affiliate link uh and sponsorship realm outside of that that's that's really the only the only pros i can see now i don't think there's the cons of of not being monetized or which would be a pro of being monetized is all the various revenue mechanisms available on youtube right so you've got your advertiser model you've got your super chat you've got your membership you've got all of these different mechanisms at your disposal by being monetized and as we talked about while the monetization policy is more strict than the community policy it still contains some aspects of that community policy. There's some that overlap, right? So if you've got to comply with part of the monetization policy anyway, um, how difficult is it to, in my mind, to tweak a few things and then be compliant across the board, monetize, and that however much or little it might be, uh, that's added potential revenue. So, um, yeah, and we're talking again. We're getting back into uh, more of the gun tuber niche when I'm talking, you know, from that perspective. We've
0: got, because we've got because we've got Honda mentioned-
1: out there, which I don't put Honda necessarily in the gun tuber niche. So,
0: no, not at all. Yeah, exactly. At least his, his political stuff steps on the gun stuff. I would think. At least yeah, there's there's the a little bit YouTube of crossover. Way. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of crossover for sure, but I don't I don't classify him in that. But so, anyway,
0: uh, I'm just gonna add on to whatever you're saying, even though we're rapid firing it, because um, uh, uh, once you figure out how the mechanism of YouTube works, now go jump on another channel and sell backpacks or sell boots that you like. You know what I mean? Like you can put ads to everything and dig or things that you're an expert in or stuff that you have to be an expert in because of work or something. Right. Uh, once you understand the mechanism, YouTube's super fun. There's all kinds of ways to make money. It's super hard to make money doing guns, and it's annoying because of their stupid attitudes. But we're hopefully educating them and using the systems and and creating content and just being here and normalizing guns. You know, we're we're accomplishing some stuff, but you don't have to just be satisfied with accomplishing stuff. Once you understand the mechanism, go use those skills and do other things, you know, do other you know, and do more. Right. Okay. So thanks again for everybody. Oh, Honda had the last question. Uh uh-huh. YouTube policy is ambiguous and open to interpretation, not clear at all. Not easy to follow unless you are making dog videos. Oh, dog videos. That's no one would make a dog video. Right. And then, uh, or something like that. But yeah, I hear what you're saying for sure. And uh well, I think we've addressed a bit of, you know, some of the reasons why, but um, I mean, I can't disagree. I gotten hit all the time. I've I, had channel violations and strikes. But
1: go ahead. So I'll disagree, and and of course Honda is in a different, like I said, a different vein. So, but I'll disagree. I mean, I, when policy specifically mentions, as we I read earlier, uh, specifically eighty percent finished gun parts, ammunition, ammunition clips, silencers, ammunition belts, stocks. How much more specific can you get than that? So there may be aspects of policy that that honda deals with again i'm not i'm not versed at least not well enough to um be confident in talking about uh those particular niches and the policies that apply uh by the way keep this in mind when we're talking about there are firearm specific policies on youtube um and then there's all kinds of policies with cursing and nudity and sensationalism of violence or whatever and and hate speech and there's all kinds of, of policy related issues that regardless of what your niche is it applies to you so keep that in mind too and uh, violates
0: all of them every one of them
1: yeah 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 it, it just keep in mind that you're you're bound by all of those not just the firearm stuff so there could be a different part of, of policy that's that's potentially hanging you up um so every piece of you talk about yeah, and open to interpretation and things being ambiguous—it's the world we live in. Look at any terms of service. Look at look at regulation and legislation that's being passed every day. Right? Like the vast majority of people don't understand that. But here's the thing: you're creator. You're not the vast majority of people. So my advice there is put a little more pride in the fact that you're a creator. Get a little more serious about the fact that you're a creator um, and then try to weed through some of what is is to the uneducated, um, ambiguous and, and open to interpretation. Um, when you're looking at a, at a platform and we'll use YouTube because that's kind of where I sit on this. When we're looking at a, a particular platform like YouTube, when you look at policy, people approach policy from the wrong Angle every single time, creators, I should say. We approach it from a gun tuber, a lifelong firearm owner that knows everything about the nuances of firearms, right? That's how we're approaching policy. And I, I suspect it's probably the same way for people that curse, for people that talk about the news, for people, I, I'm sure they're approaching it from a certain comfort level with their experience and expertise and talking about said subject, right? And so, the, the problem is you can't interpret, you can't interpret policy, right, based off of your experiences and your uh, expertise alone. Um, policy, YouTube policy, YouTube is a platform. YouTube's platform is also paired with advertisers who keep the lights on, so to speak. Um, it's also paired with viewers, right, who see said ads and then creators that put content on the platform that the viewers want to watch. So it's an ecosystem, right? And so when you're looking at policy, you have to look at, you have to know that all of these parts and pieces of the YouTube ecosystem exist, first of all. And then you have to say, okay, why does YouTube have this policy? Like, what is the goal of this, right? Is this a liability play with advertisers? Is this a liability play with maybe trying to keep viewers safe, right? Um, is this to head off potential misconduct misuse um, you know from like a scamming situation right um, something that can that can cause harm in some way uh, ultimately create backlash with advertisers create backlash with viewers create backlash with um, or i say not backlash but create Hiccups, bottlenecks, or problems with the platform and the infrastructure itself. There's a lot of things that go into it, and people want to just, like I said, creators. I don't want to say people because the average viewer doesn't definitely doesn't read terms of service because the average creator don't. But um, when you've got a um, uh, lost my train of thought there, but when you've got a I'm going to go with that. When you've got a situation, oh, I may just have to leave it at that because you brought that up on the screen. I'll Sorry, be, you know, distracted yeah. you with the, what you were talking yeah, about. I was like, once you creators. bring it up and it went away. Like, just a, But I think I've said it all. Uh, what I'm saying is you can't, don't read the, con- so here's the thing. This is a good comparison. So I've, I've had a chance to gather my thoughts a little bit. So this is a lot of times the comparison I make when it comes to YouTube policy. So, <clears throat> People say, well, go read the Constitution. Okay, well, some people would say the Constitution is ambiguous. Some people would say the Constitution is open to interpretation. I don't believe that. You know, I go to original intent, okay? So if I'm applying the same logic to YouTube policy, right, I got go to go the, to the intent of the person that, the people that are writing the policy, right? What was their objectives, goals? What are they trying to accomplish with this? What's going on, right? Um, and so just interjecting my thoughts and everything into it, wrong approach to have when we're dealing. And this is a good thing to end on. I'm glad Honda brought this up because this is a great thing to kind of end on here. Um, as far as a question or a comment, uh, because this really is an overarching theme is to understand policy, not from your perspective, the way I understand it. and And, and that's fine. But the way you're under you understand it needs to include a bunch of different perspectives and, and angles to get that complete picture, I guess. So it really was a kind of a good one to end on there, I think.
0: Well, I don't want to give kind of too much credit, but uh, uh, he does good stuff.
1: He does good stuff. Sometimes, myself or anyone else, it's such a personal yeah. one. You want to have someone you can. T-
0: so, Rapid Fire Radio is a uh, radio show on Wednesdays, hosted by Cape, Massachusetts, on Uh The crew from the show hosts a 45-minute segment on a radio show in Boston called Grace Clay. And from what I understand, she's something like a Rush Limbaugh she's a political show. She's like a, an E Honda, except on the regular old-fashioned radios. And uh, a lot of people listen to that show because it's Boston. And I think it, well, she had Toby on for like a segment once, or to ask questions, or to be an expert or something. And, it, and it, everybody enjoyed it. So for years now, every Tuesday, he comes on for forty-five minutes and does this Tuesday Tuesday segment which you know we've been using 2a tuesday in our community for a long time so that was cool and it's literally 2a they're in massachusetts they're behind enemy lines they're dealing with a lot of things uh that uh legally and then uh because of rosters and stuff they're hopefully being challenged um the uh or i should say being overturned the um you know they they're they're focus isn't just on the guns or the grip angles or the red dots so that always per- that perked my interest up i saw him on riding shotgun with charlie and uh heard the show kind of coincidentally here in tucson and started paying attention to it so it's uh, fun to watch and listen to uh they understand that the youtube viewers are like an aspect of the simulcast so of all the different radio shows that are out there on what would you call it old-fashioned terrestrial radio Of all the radio shows, the rapid fire show is the one that pays the most attention to the comments. Toby is able to keep track of what people are saying in the comments live, as well as, you know, either host the show or be the guest on this show. And uh, it's really a good. It's an experience. So uh, today I think their roster got challenged. I don't know the results of that. So I'll be learning the results of that over on the show. Um, It's getting warmed up. I think because it's a radio show that they're kind of interfacing with, they start their stream a little early and we linked over to them. Uh, anything to summarize? What do you got coming up? You got you're back on the clock again this week. You got some episodes in the streets.
1: Yeah, we got this week and then we're taking next week off for the NRA thing going on. But yeah, we've got uh, the Honest Truth. We'll be in the house tomorrow. And then, uh, speaking of Cape Gunworks, Toby with Cape Gunworks on uh, Thursday. So,
0: right on. So uh, that'll be live. Both those conversations are live.
1: Okay. Live, and then uh, soon after to be in the audio podcast world.
0: Yeah. And then, what's the deal? Those are sponsored by somebody.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, MTM Case Guard actually.
0: Cool. So if if somebody were to go to MTM case guard, the the oh, don't forget the dash
1: MTM case dash guard.
0: Oh, that's a good point. So uh, when you're typing it out, MTM minus sign, right? Okay. So uh, anyway, when somebody you know, the plastic cases that we're all so familiar with, either uh, uh, having them at a shop or seeing them at shows and stuff, and then just having them seems like everybody has at least one or two of them in their ammo. Section oh, yeah. of their you know collection or shelves or something. Mm-hmm. Um, say somebody was going to go grab something over there. What would they get? Some kind of deal or something, something? Going on there or something? Something? Yeah, it
1: would be hard for I think any firearm owner to not have something from MTM Case Guard. They've been around so long and make so much stuff. But uh, yeah, Tackle will get you a ten percent off. Yeah, and that's not an affiliate thing. I don't get paid for that, by the way. Uh, that's ten percent you get, and I get zero. So. I could give viewers five, and I could take five or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's all. That's all your savings. I don't get anything. Well, I don't want to say I get anything. They sponsor the podcast, right? So <laughs> I guess I guess I do get something, but I don't get a cut. I guess is what I should say. So, right. Uh, but that,
0: that's that's why you're saying hey, Clover sent us. Yeah. And you get it right. 10% Yeah, it's
1: a tracking thing, and yeah, just to say thank you. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, very cool to get plastic stuff made in USA instead of. Uh, rip-offs that will be made elsewhere and uh, with that we'll wrap this one up encourage you to check out our rapid fire uh, radio segment on the grace Curley show uh, which is literally in you know in the works you'll be sent over there with a little invite link uh, if you've got ideas for our next topic let us know if you'd like to have more of this kind of workshop this kind of uh, conversations but in a workshop setting join me on Fridays, Uh, it's usually an hour or two, depending on how long it takes me to fart around, but I'm easily distracted. So if you'd like to talk about some nerdy content creation topic, uh, we can address them. If you're a second amendment activist and you're attempting to do stuff with little or no resources, then definitely let's talk and let's get you some uh, little or no cost ways of getting some stuff done. That being said, I'm going back to my day job oh man i should have had my thing going with the patrons thanks to the patreons uh, who make it possible for us at least for me uh the reason i'm able to spend so much time talking to folks about these concepts and encouraging people to value your voices and get to be part of this whole thing is the big return is the normalization of the guns the big return is that the antis have to struggle with new ways to deceive or to play us against each other when we all understand each other better we are more uh clear in our description of what we're what we're all about and our community is more transparent because we're sharing it online like we all win from that individually it's just super cool to see people who are interested in participating in this internet this this thing that we have which celebrates the first amendment and then celebrating our second amendment on there it's so fun to see people succeed in that and to be there for the new people that are coming along or to give new energy to the people that have been here for a while like that's a fun thing to experience so appreciate the people who are who are being part of it and uh yeah next Tuesday uh i guess we should also say on saturday clover and i and tony and we get together and answer gun questions so if you go to askgunquestions.com you can ask whatever questions you might want and we bloviate about all that stuff on Saturdays as well. I think that's everything. You've got the you mentioned the Clover and Ghost, the yeah. C- Clovest sh- podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, uh, that was it la- was a uh, Sunday night, and then it'll be the twenty third. Well, we have another one,
0: but yeah if you've got the private jet anyway and you're flying back and forth to these events, why not just stream? Is there's that big of a party going on on the private jet that you just can't stream your show from the private jet while you're traveling exactly. to these events?
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. All
0: right. So this time I'm going to throw the commercial up for our store. i uh, got the machine thanks to our uh, Indiegogo campaign and, uh, sewed over a million stitches. I didn't, I mean, I probably should count how many patches, but, uh, Everything that doesn't get scooped up by the people who help make it possible and by our Patreons will be available at our store. So uh, we we'll are be talking to Clover about something off here, here, but uh, stay tuned to the Gear website store to be just jam-packed with new inventory. Head over to Cape Gumblings.